to it we'll get to it but i, I want to start the podcast off with a serious question for you guys all right i'm ready for it um you guys remember tim allen remember that unbearable hack sure unfortunately I, yeah i don't yeah. so here's the thing i don't remember any of the new things he's been in i well, not not remember i haven't watched them so to me he's still the jovial father from home improvement but continue like I, that, I know yeah. he's a cunt now i just haven't yeah. witnessed it myself you know what i mean he got up on his alt-right cuck soapbox from what i've heard <laughs> uh but but with that show, what, what is it? Last man standing Last or something? Last man standing, yeah. Yeah, well, it, 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 he's well, he's standing, but it's also kind of a salute. If you get what I'm saying. Um, <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ! Fu- fuck you, Tim oh, Allen. No, no, no. But uh, <laughs> serious question: Would you rather watch everyone you've ever known and loved slowly die of cancer, but you only have to watch that happen once to each individual person, or watch Tim Allen's Last Man Standing on a seven-season, never-ending loop for all of eternity? Would you? Would you sacrifice yourself? <laughs> For all eternity, and watch mediocre, like conservative. I don't get pronouns nonsense. Like, you, like you, you know, like his whole shtick. Like the every <laughs> the old everyman who like your dad would fall asleep watching a show, but still have the same episode on repeat for like a week and a half. Like well, that, mean, that kind of shit. You mean like his his catchphrase is probably like when I was growing up, there were only two genders. That's wow, literally wow. yeah. That's really that's really what it is. You nailed <laughs> yeah, it. That's yeah. exactly how it is. Uh, sorry mm-hmm. guys, but I'm gonna watch you die. Sorry. Mm-hmm. That's just that's my choice. That's um, that's it. I actually don't know the answer to this. And, you and it's a watch testament. A Tim Allen it's a, yeah, it's a, it's a testament to Scott's uh, you know juxtaposition here because I, I don't know what I'm getting into with the Tim Allen stuff. I can only imagine. I can only imagine. And um, I don't know. I mean, I really I like most of the people that are in my life specifically because they've been there for as long as they have. Man. You only have to watch them die once, Chris. Just once. Yeah, it's just one time. It, it, I mean, for some it'll be quick. Some they won't catch until stage four, and they'll be gone, like out like a light. Oh, some, okay. Some will catch it very early, and it'll be a long, drawn out, excruciating process. You're making it worse. Oh, like uh, like Rush Limbaugh. Yeah. Yeah. Who who yeah. died of cancer today? <laughs> yeah, it's not every day you see cancer die from cancer. It's fucking. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. 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 I'm sorry. That that asshole used to like play like comedic music and list all the people who died of AIDS that yeah, week. Yeah, he, he no, was no, an actual Limbaugh. piece of shit. Yeah, no, yeah, no, no, no. Yeah. you're good. What's the opposite of what happened to Gina Carano? Are we all going to get cast in the Mandalorian now? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, is that is that in our weekly update? Is that in our news? Oh, I don't uh, think so. No, but we're going to talk about it for sure. Might as well yeah, just do it. Yeah. Let's just 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 bang it get, out. Well, if we're going to bang it, if you want to just if you want to fucking not bury the lead and do it off the top. I got to do intros first, baby boy. Oh, you're right. Uh, I would start that off by giving you not one, not two. Welcome, welcome, welcome mm. to the Cynical oh, Nerd. God. Yes. Very good. Oh, my yes. God. Uh, oh, this is God. Voice, episode 22-0. We can almost drink liquor as a podcast. It's a weird visual. Don't think about it too hard. We could be in there one day. YouTube thumbnail sitting behind the stool with a mask on, ordering his first scotch, not knowing what brand is shitty and what brand is delicious. Uh, and it, I would like to suggest that for our 21st podcast, we are all blackout drunk from the start. I don't know about blackout, but I will <laughs> no, definitely. No, I mean, drink. I mean, like, like room spinning. Someone's going to vomit on camera. We need to make this. No, I need to make this a special occasion. We might not be able to schedule that for 530 on a Sunday. In that yeah. case. <laughs> I'll take Saturday off. We're going to be snowed in for the next five fucking days I anyway. Know, oh, my God. 
I'm not looking forward to it. Uh, with me, as always, Scott and Derek, a.k.a. Skerrick. Derek, how you doing today, buddy? Uh, yeah, not not too bad. Been a little under the weather, but uh, got tested for the coof, and it's not the coof. And most importantly, Veronica also does not have the coof, so I guess I'm just a little baby boy with a flu. And that's so everyone, F-L-O-L, not F-L-U, that's F-L-O-L. So everyone knows the coof is, is COVID and yeah. not... Um, yeah. Like a weird offshoot of queef where you're not sure yeah. what made the noise. Uh, Scott, how are you doing today? Uh, I'm, I mean, I'm really off, now, off, off the introduction of coof into my vernacular. Like that's that's 100 <laughs> percent what I'm calling it from now on. Uh, I'm doing I'm doing as well as someone can do who's drinking a Mountain Dew uh, and not even like a regular Mountain Dew. I'm drinking major melon flavor, which just tastes like somebody melted down runts into a bottle of arsenic but oh no yeah but I'm, I'm running on four hours of sleep in the last probably about 30 hours so fuck it right i mean we used to drink mountain dew if i die i die we used to drink whole cases of there was a night where we had so much mountain dew playing wow that i actually thought i was gonna have like an heart a heart attack at the young yeah. age of like 18 like i i was like dude my we were like what 20 19 20 years old yeah we drank so much mountain dew at that point that for, for i was firing blanks for like a good a good six months there, i swear <laughs> to god I have, I have avoided an accidental pregnancy in one of the worst relationships of my entire life because of the amount, the, the vast quantities of, and like the flavors too. We would have Baja Blast on deck. We'd have Code Red. We, we had like oh, yeah. essentially like a, a white trash spritzer and it was just all Mountain Dew. That was the age of WoW alts, my friend. Mm-hmm. What was the, the, fa- what was the, the Mountain time. Dew energy drink? It was called like Surge or something like that. No, that's right. just uh, another soda or something. I don't know. It was <laughs> no, no, I, I know. I know what you're talking about. Uh, amp, amp, amp. That's it. Yeah, yeah, amp. yeah. Yeah. Uh, sure your veins on amp through your 19. fucking arms. You'd be like, oh my god. <laughs> yeah, did you ever? Uh, did you ever pour out amped a little bit to see like what? Because it, it, it's like radioactive green. Oh, it came out of my dick yeah. green. I thought I had oh, disease. No. <laughs> yeah, sounds like that's another problem, but. <laughs> I mean, they could be the same problem. Uh, okay, so we got we got a, a decent oh, bit no. of, of week in review. <laughs> then we have WandaVision episode six and uh, the next Scott suggestion that we all watched called Possessor, which is on Hulu right now. If you want to go watch it, um, you might not after you hear what we all have to say. Me specifically, I, I'm not saying I didn't like it. I'm just saying you might not want to go watch it because it no, might you, I mean, make you, you feel yeah, you- if you're like trying to overcome, die. if you're trying to overcome depression, I wouldn't. Yeah. watch Yeah, if you're trying to, if you're trying to dodge an existential feeling of dread and just torture, nah, uh, then don't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> might not it's, have. It's, it's we're talking Mario sixty four, man. When you hit, when you hit that banana peel, that's your existential dread. You just got to skid into it and just ride it around the corner, man. You already lost control. You just got to stay on the road. Just don't don't go in the grass or in the dirt. Strangely poetic. I feel, but yeah, it, it was. Now I got to go play Mario Kart. If we yeah, I mean, before we get to possessor. Mm-hmm. We got to talk about Gina Carano. Mm. She finally got let go. We've been talking about it for months. Mm-hmm. We talked about it the last. I mean, how many times she said audacious or terrible shit on the internet since we started this podcast? At least three times that I can think of. Um, and it looks like it finally came around to bite her. It looks like uh, she she made a correct me if I'm wrong. I because I, I, I think one of you guys might have read into this a little more than I did. She put up something. There's a story or a, a tweet that basically compared being a conservative in the modern day to, I don't yeah. know, being a Jew in the Holocaust. Was that am yeah, I right? Yeah, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, you know, um, uh, surprisingly, Disney wasn't cool with that. Well, let's, I mean, we can break it down in, in a few ways. Uh, first, first and foremost, I think we can all confirm that HGH does not make your brain grow. Uh, <laughs> 
it makes stuff grow. One hundred percent. Like like she she's you see pictures of her from like eight years ago and she looks like she's in great shape. You see pictures of her now and she looks like she's Remember that guy Abobo from the Double Dragon movie that was fucking horrifying to look at? They injected him, he got all swole. No, but I'm doing it right now. I'm gonna check. Yeah, it. yeah. Google, Google Abobo. And it's 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 not to make fun of her for having a larger build, it's because it's an unnatural it's like the, the, Dwayne the Rock Johnson. You look at that guy's neck. His neck is the size that his fucking legs used to be. Yeah. But <laughs> yeah. But, but but at least he's charismatic and he doesn't he doesn't have a, a fucking victim complex. I just saw like, a bobo. Sorry. I just, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, like it's like, dude, like I'm sorry people were mean to you on Twitter, but no one's rounding up your fucking family. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. You know what it's, I mean? It's a pretty like, terrible Yeah. If, a, if I mean if Yeah. If you want if you want to draw a fair a fair parallel, we could gather up everybody who's defending her stance and maybe put them in some kind of camp or something. <laughs> Would you like to show them into a shower? No, 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 I wasn't gonna go that far. Although, although let's be fair, the kind of people who defend a disgusting, gross overreach like this probably haven't washed their asshole in a while. They could probably use the fucking shower. Yeah. They're they're just they're just uh, incomparable. Like you, you can't, you yeah. can't say that. Th- and then people were like, "I don't understand." She just said words on Twitter. Why are people angry? Like, well, it, there's a lot of implications there. <laughs> yeah, Derek, how do you feel about Gina Carano no longer being a part of the Mandalorian? I just feel like I- I'd probably be super upset if it was like a great character on the show <laughs> who got fired or something. But like, <laughs> it it just got to a point with her. Like, I think even in season two, and I think it, it like. I think that she just got written into a corner. I don't think that her kind of like boring arc in season two had anything to do with like how she talks on Twitter. I think they just didn't know what to do with her. And so the well, fact yeah. that she's going is like, I, I, you know, all right, bye. Like I, I, I'm, I'm not sad to see you go whatsoever. Yeah. I'm not trying to be a dick here, but like, okay, she's, she's pretty badass with a, with a, an auto cannon, but who wouldn't be holding an auto cannon? Uh, Mandalorians out there fucking people up best in his class right then we then we have who does she compared to she's obviously going to inevitably be compared to other female characters on the show and we just got ahsoka tano yeah we just got bo katan and it's like i mean what what's your character's arc doing and the answer is maybe joining the republic as a sheriff or some shit it's such an easy write-off dude it's yeah like they they totally won the fucking write-off contest like what do you have to say Walker, Texas cunt is really cool. <laughs> <laughs> you know I mean, like, like we know, like, don't get me wrong, we have, we have, we have Carl Weathers still, who has, like, not only been, like, fantastic as a director this, this past season, but also, like, always brings, like, a, a cool little subtle, like, like, I, I enjoy him on screen. He never feels like he's just thrown in there to me. Yeah. yeah. Um, we have, we have Cobb Vance, Oliphant still, still, like, lurking around, bro. We have May, Migs Mayfield, still Burrs, who oh stole that episode, stole the thunder of that episode. Like when, there's enough like come- secondary and tertiary characters that yeah. like nothing, no, no, like none of the like secondary plot lines should really suffer for it. Essentially. Right. Right. Yeah. It's when you and take it's, the it's, weakest link out, it's like, it's going to be all right. Yeah. And it's like, we already <laughs> established that like in the last two seasons that Mando can't land on a fucking planet without making a best friend there. Yeah. So there's, <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? It's so, like, we already have like begrudgingly too. Yeah. Yeah. We already have like, Let's be honest here, like five or six different characters that could have reoccurring roles throughout the course of this show's runtime. But, you know, they're going to keep introducing these banger cameos. Yeah. And I mean, like every season's had like two or three sleepers where you're like, oh, shit. You know what I mean? Like, right. They're not all going to be Mayfield or uh, Cobb Vance, but they're not all going to be Horatio Sands, the blue alien either. 
And, and the, the good thing about growing up in the generation that we do right now is that almost all filmmakers are people who grew up that are around our age that love Star Wars and actively want to be a part of it. So this, excuse me, those cameos and those directors, those featured directors are going to continue to come in and be fucking fantastic. Yeah. Basically, what we're saying is um, I have a question for the group. If uh, what was it? Walt, did you see Walker, Texas cunt? Was that what it was? Yeah. Yeah. Do you think she wears cowboy boots that have spurs on them, but instead of jingling, they just say, I want to talk to your manager. <laughs> Do you think that's what they like? She just walks around and it's like, I want to talk to your manager. And it's a, a really that? way too small. Ooh, metallic. I, <laughs> like this fucking. Yeah, exactly. Want to talk. <laughs> to the manager. Fuck, like, yeah, yeah. Like, they do like. It's and her clapback's like, oh well, I'm just gonna be in Ben Shapiro's movie. Like, <laughs> fucking, <laughs> fucking, go ahead. Uh, the Twitter reply: You guys can shoot threatening everybody with a Ben Shapiro You guys can shoot a Western and his wife's dry vagina. Go for it. Fucking do it up, uh, dude. Uh, the, the fucking the the retorts on Twitter to her getting back at establishments yeah. with going on to do something with Ben Shapiro. Fucking priceless. Okay. Didn't she like quote like uh, something her character said on the show too? Like the I don't know, but you know what's really obnoxious? Ben Shapiro compared this to the rebels taking on the fucking Hollywood Death Star, and I wanted to strangle him through the internet for not the first, not the second, but the fiftieth time. Yeah. If you were a hooker, he'd probably pay for that. <laughs> <laughs> Would he though? I don't know, man. Those those weird like repressed conservatives always have. A bunch of skeletons in their closet, like yeah, and not and, just full-grown adult skeletons. We're talking animals and small children. There's oh fucking, no, there's, there's some John Wayne Gacy motherfuckers. <laughs> All right, we have so, a lot to talk about this week, boys. And I'm going to start off with a news article that I think Scoop put in here, mm-hmm. and I think Scoop put this in here because I don't know what the original movie is about. And I'm going to need you to tell me. The cult classic horror movie Cube was remade in Japan, and they had a new trailer. That popped up and it looks interesting. I think it looks kind of cool. It's going to open in Japan on October 22nd of this year. Please, yeah. Now, please tell me what it's about. Is it literally just a cube room that kills people? Uh, well, I mean, there it, it was a giant maze, basically. Like this, this movie is what gave us Saw, essentially. Yeah. Oh, shit. It was, a, it, it was oh. a low budget. It was a low budget indie movie where they were they traveled from room to room. They were all perfect cubes. Uh but there was like a booby trap in every room. You know what I mean? Like they were, they, none of them knew each other. They didn't know how they got in there. And like, you find out about their backstory, like what kind of people they are through, like how they survive, who are they willing to sacrifice to make it to the next room? And ultimately like the, the big mystery is like, is there a way out? What are they being tested for? What are they being punished for? Uh, they made one that was straight up the inspiration for saw the first cube. And they made one, uh, cube two, where it was like a, a weird sci-fi horror cube where like, it like defied the laws of, of physics of gravity of time yeah. and like they they messed with you in a in a whole different way with kind of like a you know it wasn't anywhere near as grounded as the first one was the first one you could see happening if someone was like a serial killer and a billionaire or something yeah um, so the one I saw were, let me let me just ask you real quick before we get too far away from it because I saw these when I was a kid and I know there was one of them that I watched that I loved mm-hmm. and it was one where there was a dude who was an escape artist uh like a like an ex con or whatever. There was a woman, I remember, that the ex-con told her to suck on her button on her sweater or something to stop her from, like, wanting a cigarette. And I oh. think the only one who survives at the end was, like, a presumed, like, idiot savant 
like autistic person or something who was doing all the math puzzles off the top of his dome. I know the one that I saw was like seemed like a, a sort of like high concept sci-fi one. I don't remember yeah. the one you mean that's like more like rooted in reality because I I always assumed that the one I saw was like the first one. Well, when I say rooted in reality, I mean like it's not like it's not doing time bending or like like manipulation of gravity or anything right, like that. Right. Okay. The right. Second, the, yeah, the second one like they even made one I believe was called hype like cube something hyper. It might be cube two hypercube. Yeah, it is actually bit. called Cube Two Hypercube. That's yeah, amazing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> nailed it. Yeah, it's been a, it's, I mean, it's been a while since I saw this movie, but I remember like there being a room where like there was flame traps. It was basically like an escape room. Yeah, but like in every room you have to escape before whatever's in there kills you on a time limit. And like there was one where the the floor was like all heated tiles, and they would heat up like like uh, an electric stove and like like, for, like lava. I mean, like <laughs> hot metal, <laughs> but but I mean, the, if, if, you wanna, if you want to get if you want to get technical, like. Hot, I mean, lava is just hot metal. So, yeah. Yeah. Nailed um, it. Yeah. I, I got to give him that. I got to give the boy that one. Uh, the bully nailed it. Um, <laughs> no, but I mean, it, 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 like, it's cool to see Jay Har taking inspiration from a small indie film that was, I, I, I don't know if it was either American or Canadian originally. Canadian. Okay. Uh, but, uh, yeah, like, I mean, we, we see all the times we've just decimated fantastic uh, Jay Har series like The Ring. The eye, the grudge, old like boy. We, we ta- yeah, we take. Oh <laughs> no, no, no worse offender than old boy. I love oh you, Josh. I love Josh. I love me some Josh Brolin. Believe me, but like, mm, I-, I never watched it because I, I just, I, everybody who's seen it said it was the fucking worst thing they've ever seen. So I'm like, all right, I'm not even gonna. I love Josh, and I don't want to yeah. like ruin my image of him. So I'm not even gonna. No, I mean you can watch you can watch the old boy adaptation, but you have to watch No Country for Old Men twice back to back to cleanse your palate. Right. <laughs> That's such a good movie, though. It's so good, dude. It's, it's so, so good. fucking good. All right, like when you, yeah, um, yeah. No, but I mean it, it'll be cool. Even if it's bad, it'll be it won't be nearly as bad as all of our horrific offenses where we take these successful franchises, copy paste them, then beat them into the ground with a new rendition every year or two. <laughs> Are you sure? I mean. That's pretty, pretty sure. optimistic of you. <laughs> I mean, I, I have, I honestly have more faith in indie horror directors than I do in big budget horror movies. And I have way more, way more faith in foreign horror than I do in anything that's, that's produced here because everything here is just a recycled idea from like the eighties or the seventies, or at this point, like now we're just going back to the nineties and the early two thousands, yeah. just copy and pasting shit. That's like still like still playing on fucking CBS or whatever the fuck. Or sci-fi, sci-fi channel. I, yeah. don't, I don't have, I don't have basic cable, guys. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, no, hundred percent. Can't properly reference. Yeah, yeah we're, right. we're all we're all streaming sites over here. I, I feel like you, you nailed it. So, and there's really nothing for me to add to that. But I will say that, um, like a year ago, Veronica and I watched this movie called Escape Room, which is clearly uh, influenced by Cube. Um, and if you guys haven't seen it, it's it's worth a watch. It's like that same thing. Like every room, there's some mystery that they have to figure out. And once they get through it, it's like another thing, some some new trap they have to overcome. It's pretty cool. It's pretty well done. I remember seeing the trailer for that and it looked awesome. Yeah. But every, every time I tried to download it, I got like a different escape room where it would start out like in the Middle East somewhere. And it was like the whole thing was in Arabic. Right. I, try, I tried touring <laughs> it so many times. Right. And, yeah. I was, I was like, oh, this is not the movie that I'm, that I'm looking for. Yeah, it's good, though. I recommend it. Yeah. All right, boys. Hard right turn. From uh, remaking classic horror films, cult horror films, into a video game trailer that came out for a video game called Black Myth Wukong. So, 
I'd heard about this before. There was a 13 minute gameplay demo released a little bit ago. Uh, right off the bat, I have to say two things. One, I'm saddened that around the two minute and 20 second mark, you apparently fight mutant splinter from the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. And I'm very disheartened. We're going to have to put that rat down. He deserves a better ending. Secondly, this game doesn't come out until 2023. Motherfuckers. I thought it was coming out soon. I, I we've seen this before. I was like, OK, in my head. Gameplay trailer came out probably last year ish or six mm-hmm. months. Who knows? 2020 was a black hole of time and space. Now we're getting an official trailer. It must be coming out this year. Nope. Nope. I, the trailer looks great. This game looks great. The yeah. lore looks fantastic. The world yeah, you're, looks you're, cool. You're you're fucking super monkey hero, bro. Right. You're like, yeah, yeah. You, you fucking return to monkey, dude. The game. Yeah, dude, you're, you're basically <laughs> you're wait. basically Goku, right? Like you're just Goku, but like all all monk, all monk. Yeah. Oh, Monk. Oh, Monk. The combat looks monk. fantastic. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I I don't really, I can't, I can't say anything substantial about this because it's just going to come off as me going, looks cool in some form and some derivative of that. You know, when I saw this, the, I was like, oh, Chris, Chris going to love this. I know, <laughs> yeah. I, know, I know you like the soul, the souls like game. Yeah. Know? The combat looks very fun. It yeah. looks like it's got a cool. So here's the thing. My, I like Souls games, but what I like more than Souls games is games that um, take do a new take on that combat style. So Jedi Fallen Order, for example, has a fantastic riff on the Souls combat. If you want to crank the difficulty all the way up, it's very close to a Souls like. But even if you don't, it's still very fun and deals in that parry. Got to make sure you're dodging attacks. The games like this, where it's very clearly based on that, but there's magic involved. You have a bunch of different weapon types. The combat looks fluid, badass. I mean, fuck, it looks beautiful. Yeah. Okay, it looks, it looks so- like responsive. Like, that's the main thing to me. I feel like uh, that turns me away from like Bloodborne, even Souls. Is that like there's not a lot of like animation canceling? I, right. I don't know if that makes any sense, but it's like once you like start an attack, you are in that attack until it's done. And whatever happens yeah. until the end of that, you just have to deal with. Yeah, um, this seems really fast and fluid, which is what I liked about Jedi Fallen Order. Like, I know it's not nearly as hard as Souls games, but um, there were more. It just felt like you were more in control of your avatar. And right. I agree that this looks fucking excellent. I also agree uh, that it's I, I'm really hating this trend of like releasing news about stuff way too early. Uh, yeah. That's, like the one thing with Cyberpunk that I agree, the fact that they announced it seven years before it came out and three years before they even started actually making it is like, you know, when you, it's almost like when you announce something too early, you're like dooming it to be heavily criticized because you're just allowing people to just fucking simmer on low heat for all that time. Yeah. But it looks, it it looks excellent though. I, I, I mean, I agree with that, but also to me, like when I see a game with a trailer, two years before launch that looks this good where we're seeing like we're seeing real-time gameplay that looks this this beautiful that seems like it's it's as tight as it is it makes me wonder like what are they putting all that extra time into if if we already have a model that works you know like are they polishing and fixing bugs for two years we're gonna get an immaculate game or are they building this gigantic expansive world where the scope's gonna be something the size of like um I don't know, like maybe like a Far Cry or an Assassin's Creed, like right. a, gig- a gigantic open world. We don't, we don't really oh, know a lot about titties. it. That would uh, be that, sick. That, but that, that's what I, like that's what I, my mind goes to. Like it, 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 we're seeing we're seeing them show it off now, and we still have so much time left on the slate. Like what? How are they optimizing that time? But there's there's got to be something more to this than what we're seeing because they're, they're not going to give us the whole fucking. Not going to give us the money shot 
two years before launch. Yeah. This right. is a taste. This is a tease. This is like when the bartender comes around with those shitty fucking shots in the fucking little oh, the beakers. Tubes. Tube shots. They're terrible. Yeah, yeah, yeah two shots and you and you buy you buy it like five bucks, but like fuck it. But then but as soon as you've done that shot, you go you know you're going to the bar because you want a real drink. You need to wash that sugar garbage taste out of your mouth. Yeah. And that that's that's what this is to me, the sugar garbage taste, but it's still beautiful. Just like just like that waitress who brought you that yeah. garbage And shot. that's why you buy him, because you think you're going to go home with her, but you never go home with Tube Girl, guys. <laughs> All right? Listen to me. Tube Girl never takes you home. I don't know why. This has nothing to do with it. But I went home with Tube Girl once. Did you? Really? What? Well, All right. were you working at the bar at the time? Yeah. yeah that's not fair. Oh, not fair. Right. Not yeah, fair. That's, that's kind of like game sharking it. Yeah. It's... <laughs> Scott plugged his game genie in. Types in Tube thing, Girl yeah. cheat code. <laughs> How, uh, did you know that? How did you know that's what I call my cock? <laughs> <laughs> Game genie. Oh no, that's horrible. Uh, what I like. Okay, first off, but the only thing, the only thing is that with my game genie, you only get three wishes, and if any of them are to come, you're out of luck. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, fuck. What was I gonna say? Oh, right. I don't know why. This is how my dumb brain works. When you said tube girl, I thought of stoop kid from Hey Arnold, and I immediately thought, Oh yeah, tube girls afraid too, to leave her tube. <laughs> <laughs> he also got to play with one of your cheat codes. Uh, before we switch gears off of this trailer, I, yeah, I mean, we talked about the Souls like combat. There is a noticeable segment in the middle here where they're just showing off a couple different magical spells. There's like a freeze time thing. He clones himself, mirror image, um, some electrical spells. There's like a, he turns himself into a big like ball of rock, like a big tank spell. It re- looks really cool. Yeah, um, I think we're, we're getting a lot out of this. I think, man, I really hope so because. It looks really good, and I don't want to. I don't want my hopes to get up to get built up and then let down. I've had too much of that in my life, boys. <laughs> <laughs> trying to leave it real sad. Uh, all right, real, I mean, yeah, very real, very quickly. We yeah, have very somber. We have no release date on this besides just the year twenty twenty three, which at this point may never come because I feel like time and space is a black hole. Continued into twenty twenty one, but. Moving on, speaking of black holes of time and space, there's a new series coming out called Young Rock. Yeah. Scoot, can you can you tell me what Young Rock is about, please? Uh, it's about the the real life upbringing of Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Oh my fucking god, you're kidding me! They came up yeah. with that banger of a name. God, that's yeah. so clever. Oh man, you must be really looking forward to it, then, yeah? Yeah, yeah. I can't wait. I can't wait to see Andre the Giant come to parent teacher conferences for some reason. Uh, what, what I'll say is this Dwayne The Rock Johnson is one of the most likable people in show business. And I can't explain why, because I think wrestling is the dumbest fucking thing ever. Dumbest. Absolutely. I've, dumbest. I've gone on record as saying that it's it's softcore BDSM gay porn is what it is. Just 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 go to your favorite site and click on the gay link and enjoy the videos. There's there's nothing wrong. Just you don't have to watch grown men wrestle in tights. And and watch soap opera storylines and then give Vince Vince McMahon hundreds of dollars for pay per view. You don't have to do it. Gay porn is free on the internet, and there's nothing wrong with enjoying it. Do you? They even take the shorts off. Yeah, and they yeah. Bump each other. shorts come off there. <laughs> yeah, that's like the primary focus. Yeah. <laughs> oh God, I mean, look, there's a so there's a new series coming out. It actually comes out. It came out yesterday, guys. It came. Oh, why, why didn't we watch it? What's wrong with yeah. us? I think young, we're just not, we're not that masochistic is what it is. You know? Young Rock is going to follow, I don't know, his youth. They got a kid that looks like, yeah. I, was, I was telling Derek the other day, 
the the guy that they hired to play like just younger him, like not kid, but like you know, obviously like towards the end of high school. It looks like yeah. they just hired like his his stunt double from the movies, who's like less attractive than him, but still has the giant meathead <laughs> build. Like this dude is like, don't get me wrong, he's built like a fucking brick shit house. Like he's got traps on top of his delts. You know what I'm saying, bro? But I mean, <laughs> he's so like bland. As yeah. he look, it looks like he delivers all of his lines in this kind of cadence. Yeah, I mean, and then there's a laugh track behind it. In his defense, though, like his traps do look like the staircase from the end of a Super Mario World level. Like it's fucking ridiculous. <laughs> they just go up and up and up. That's true. Um, yeah, but Eric, there's no. Go ahead, Scott. I just think it looks like everybody hates Chris with none of the charm of everybody hates Chris. It's like yes. I don't know. It, it, I never watched it. I I I never watched it extensively. I watched a couple, and you know, it's it's good, but. Um, I am weirdly morbidly curious enough to actually watch an episode or two, or two of this. Yeah, I am. I am. Okay, fine. But uh, um, I don't expect much out of it. Um, I actually like I like The Rock. Yeah. I don't know. I think he's no, good in the stuff he's in. Yeah. Um, I, I remember watching Jumanji when that came out, thinking it was going to be dog shit, and being surprised that it was an actually kind of an enjoyable movie when you walk into it expecting absolutely nothing from it. So I know yeah. I just let you down, Scott. That's okay. Um, so I don't know, but <laughs> no, no, but I'm laughing cause I'm, I'm on the same page. With you. Like no matter how much I want to hate some of the stuff he's in, because it's 90% of his fast and furious movies. Yeah. I enjoy him. <laughs> in everything he's in. Yeah. I can't help but like him. It's I, I want to not like him. I feel like I shouldn't, but I do. I can't watch Fast and the Furious films that he's in because I know that I'll at least like him in them, and I can't have I can't have that. You have to, you have to just live with that for the rest yeah. of your life. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I agree wholeheartedly about Jumanji. Both my wife and I turned it on, expecting it to be literal bottom of the barrel puns, uh, pond scum, and it was not that. So yeah. hey, a plus for effort, right? I mean, can we, talk, can we talk about how unenjoyable Jack Black it was in both those movies, though. Yeah. Uh, yes. I feel like the older, I don't know if it's the older I get or the older he gets or both, but he just like, mm. as time goes on, it's like, shut the fuck up, Jack. Like, have, just stop. Have you seen him on TikTok? It's unbearable. No, no, oh, I dude. don't want to. No, I, dude, I, I, out of morbid curiosity, I downloaded TikTok the other day and it's just him in a Speedo with a giant, it looks like he has the rum ham from It's Always Sunny stapled <laughs> to his fucking stomach. <laughs> Let's do it. I'm ready. I would, I would rather watch Danny DeVito just take every starring role from Jack Black until the end of his days. I would I would wholeheartedly wish for that. If I if I had that game that game genie and those three wishes back, first wishes, Jack Black movies, now all star Danny DeVito throughout all time. Tenacious D, Danny DeVito instead of Jack Black. Oh it's come now. You know it's better with Danny DeVito. You know it is. Oh, uh, I don't know. Here's here's the thing. Nay! Have, we are I, but men. You know like he's fucking <laughs> I, I can't, I can't liked, do Danny DeVito, but you get it. I haven't liked a, a movie Jack Black has been in in I, I don't know, probably Pick of Destiny. It's probably the last time I enjoyed yeah. him in anything. It's, it's I find him unbearable. It's it's not only his choice of films, but the way he overacts. It's like a, it's like a very off-his-game Jim Carrey to me. It's like just constantly cringeworthy jokes that are too overacted. And they're not funny. Um, but I find him hilarious outside of films. I haven't seen him on TikTok. That's a caveat, because I don't have TikTok because I'm an old cra- crotchety uh, man. But... His Jablinski game YouTube channel was fucking great when it came out. It was hilarious. I've the heard premise good things it. about it. I've never actually like watched anything, but I've heard that it's a pretty good. I'm just going to ruin the, the premise of the beginning of it because it's been out for long enough and shame on you for not having watched any. Of course. Um, 
he started it off as it was going to be Jablinski Games and it was going to be Jack Black Gaming. And the whole like joke for the first like I don't know fifteen to twenty episodes is that he he, he just keeps not gaming. Like every episode, there's something wrong that he has to like fucking take care of, <laughs> and it, it's really funny. He's always like, oh, "I'll get you next time, Jablinski Games." And I, it's it, I don't, it's just I it's really enjoyable. Uh, that being said. Yeah, fuck him. In in all movies, I I don't know about the Danny DeVito replacement because I I like old Jack Black in movies can stay where he is, but no anything past Pick of Destiny. High please. fidelity with Danny DeVito instead of Jack Black. Them how fucking funny that is. All automatically. Right, I, I I will <laughs> admit that <laughs> targeted copy pastes of Danny DeVito for things like that would be quality. I was gonna say I'd even take a supercut of Pick of Destiny with Danny DeVito. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just Dude, just Gulliver's Travels like, with Danny DeVito in it. Gulliver's Travels. I forgot he was in a fucking movie with a big sweaty, like like like. Or what was that? What episode was it where Danny DeVito comes crawling out of the sofa, just covered in lard? <laughs> just just that Danny DeVito from It's Always Sunny, but like strapped to the ground by tiny people. Like that, dude. Come on. <laughs> Come on. So like every other it's always sunny episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Any any final thoughts on Young Rock before we move on? Uh yeah, yeah. Whoever wrote the joke where he's like trying to order a martini and they're like, you can't have that, you're ready. He's like, then I'll just have a beer. Fuck you. Whoever wrote that, <laughs> fuck you. Because as a bartender, I've had to hear that every single fucking time someone brings their kid out. Oh, you want to order a beer? Oh no, you can't. We'll just give the kid a shot of tequila. You are awful. You are you are a dad joke incarnate and not even a good one. That feels like the like bartender's version of the, uh, you know, like when it doesn't scan at the supermarket. I guess it's free. Yeah. yeah. I wasn't familiar well, with that. So, yeah. Or, or <laughs> like when, or like when someone comes out with their with their kids and their kids are clearly like very close to 21. So you check their kids IDs. And then they, you know, you're like, all right, what can I give you? And the mom's like, oh, you're not going to check mine. It's like, well, you have crow's feet, Karen. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Your roots are coming out, Karen. What do you want to drink? Yeah, you look like the old lady who died in Up. Why the fuck am I going to card you? (laughs) A burn. All right, boys, I have some good news for you both, okay? When I I say the names Sean Archer and Caster Troy, what is it? How does it make you feel, Derek? It makes me feel nothing. No? I, I know what our next topic is. I've never, I never saw it. Oh, I never saw it. You picked the wrong one. All right. All right. I'm not redoing I mean, just it. Redo it. Redo it. I, I, just start from the I'm top. Not, I'm not redoing it. I mean, I, my, my, my reaction is also. Huh? <laughs> you know what I mean, like, like, go wrong. Like the original face off is ridiculous. It's, that's it's why one it's of the fun. Mo- yeah. Yeah. But I mean, like, that, that's the thing, though. Like. It's it's that it's at that. Critical pivotal crossroads of Nick Cage, right? We're like. Half the performance is so laughable and bad that you, you can't tell if it's intentional or if he's just really, really coked up on every set he's ever been on. You can't. Absolutely. You know what I mean? That but was the movie that made me yeah. realize he was a little crazy. That like was that the was, one? That was the moment. <laughs> yeah. I mean, sure. He probably showed it in films before it, but my brain glossed over it. And in this one, I was like, I remember being old enough and aware enough that I was like, oh, yeah. this guy's fucking crazy. <laughs> I, I just didn't know, like, I've never seen Face Off. I thought it was a movie about hockey this whole time. Sure really? Did. Yep. 100%. <laughs> no, no, and they, upon they, they, reading they, they, this article, I was like, 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 I guess they switch faces or something. And it's basically like John Travolta and Nick Cage trying to act like one another. 
Yes mm-hmm. sounds so good, dude. I actually can't wait to watch it. But I have <laughs> <Yes>. never seen it. <gasps> watch I thought they were, it was a, they were like two hockey coaches for opposing. Yeah, we still got a Matrix watch long, boys. It's oh, true. we do. Yeah. That's, that's in the pipeline. I, I vote face off as a follow up. I, I, I would vote face off first, if I'm being honest, because yeah. I want to see Derek's first reaction to it. Yeah, let's do it. That's true. That's my favorite part of watch alongs mm-hmm. is if we watch something he's never seen before. This, I'm in. That, that's that's very, Let's do it. Very. I mean, enjoyable. don't get me wrong. Like it's it's not good, but it's <laughs> fucking great. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It doesn't um, have to be good as long as long as it's exciting. That's the only thing. Oh, as it's one hundred percent exciting. Yeah, okay, but it's also nonsense the entire right. time. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. Um, well, then, yeah. I mean, since we're spoiling a movie that came out in nineteen ninety-seven, uh, Travolta plays an FBI agent uh, named Sean Archer. Castro Troy is played by Cage, who is just described as a terrorist. I actually forget what his goals are because, to be honest, they don't matter in the film. The whole point is that somehow it was a nuclear warhead at one point. Yeah. See, those things don't matter because the whole draw of this film is it's Travolta and Cage and they're both acting super fucking crazy. Yeah. Uh, It's like they're trying to out crazy each other the entire fucking time. Um, Go ahead. The the one scene where they switched after they switched faces, one of the actors is in the other one's home pretending to be him and when his daughter realizes it's not him he tries to like kiss her as her father with her father's face on it's one of those fucked up things that i had seen as a child like that fucked me oh, up i can't like, that, wait to watch this holy that, shit i mean like it's it's not like body horror with the face like their faces look perfect right but i kind of but i kind of wish they were sta- just stapled on crudely like <laughs> House of a Thousand Corpses stuff. yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> This is my magnum opus. Like I will spend immobile. all my remaining days in uh, Premiere Pro editing staples onto their faces for <laughs> of the Please. face-off remaster. Please just, just give me like 30 seconds of staple face. That's all I need. Uh, yeah. uh, so there was a ru- So this all started, there was a rumor in 2019 that they were writing a remake of this. And they were. it was rumored that 22 Jump Street's Aaron uh, Uz- Uziel, Uziel wrote a previous draft of it. Um, and then Wingard, who is the guy currently attached to it, Adam Wingard, was also involved in the remake. He reported to the contrary uh, a couple of days ago that this film will be a direct sequel to the original 97 movie, Fuck which yes, which means that we are probably going to get those guys back. I would assume def- they're not going to switch faces again, right? Because what's just the most ridiculous thing. No, no, they need, they need to switch faces again. They need to switch faces again. Yeah, they're themselves <laughs> again and they don't know how to deal with it. Yeah, or, or or no, no, like like you find out that at the end of the first one there was a switcheroo, and like really, like Castro has been living as John Travolta's character this entire time, and John Travolta's character has been Castro Troy in prison, and he's got to like break out and get his face back. Well, no, I I would say it's a deep character study, but because he's been living <laughs> in Archer's body this whole time and surrounded by positive influences and a loving family, he's realized oh, the value you. of being. Whereas. Archer been, has been in prison and getting beaten up every day and people just hate him. And he's like, fuck the world. I'm going to be a terrorist. So we're Bold. doing we're doing trading places, but yes. face off version. Exactly. <laughs> Would you tell me you wouldn't want to watch trading places with John Travolta and Nicolas Cage? As long as Jamie Lee Curtis doesn't show her tits in this one, I'm down. I'm in. I'm in for it. <laughs> just sell your yogurt, Jamie. Just do it. That's all we need. I'm just always down to see crazed, aging white actors embarrass themselves. I'm always <laughs> into that, man. So. It's going to be a good show. I mean, you're not you're not wrong because they probably will embarrass themselves. It's probably going to be horrible to watch. And I can't wait to watch the original. I really I want to push that. I feel like we should really rep the shit out of that. Watch along. Fuck yeah. Um, all right. 
Before we move on, I, I yes. did I did warn in the beginning that I had been drinking a lot of fluids and I'd probably have to oh. take an additional. Oh, pee this break. is an early. This is I an gotta early do pee it. break. Yeah, it's I, okay. I All right, excellent. Okay, be right back. Yeah. So Scott, would you like to shill? We'll do, we'll do our we'll do our, our jagged little shill here. We can do it now. Yeah, we're actually making pretty good time through our news articles. So we have we have time to to drop into Shillville. <laughs> population oh, that's, that, that's a fucking good one no one no one will get it no one who's not from south jersey will get it but yeah i, I get it population every dirtbag you've ever known in your life scott yeah. where can they find us on twitter uh we are the schmeg nerd at the schmeg nerd uh if you guys would like to ask us a question you can hashtag ask tcn we fucked something up got something wrong you can hashtag fuck ctn and we know that we do fuck things up yeah, yeah. I'm probably fucking this up right now. I don't even know. Uh, if you want to find us on Facebook, it's facebook.com slash the cynical nerd. You can also drop your questions, comments, and a message to us on there. We check that. And uh, if you are still one of those people who uses email, you can email us at questions at the cynical nerd.com. You hear that, it- you mummy farts? <laughs> it's, it's crazy. We live in a world now where saying like email is. Almost as bad as like snail mail. Saying email is almost like using a laugh cry emoji. You fucking. <laughs> Whoa, buddy. What's wrong with the laugh cry emoji? <laughs> Not, nothing. But people who get anxiety merging into, tra- into fucking traffic now dictate what's cool, apparently. And it drives me insane. It drives me fucking crazy. <laughs> I'm, I'm not. I'm not. I don't like if you're like when I was 18, I didn't know fucking anything. I didn't know anything. I thought I thought Mudvayne was a good band. I don't trust oh, any. No. I don't trust any of you little fucking like 16, 18 year old shits to dictate what is cool and what isn't. I'm sorry. It's not how it goes. It's always been people in our age demographic selling you guys and telling you guys what's cool. Nothing has changed. Social media doesn't change that. We still make the rules and then you guys tell us we're, we're weak when we use it. That's that's how it goes. <laughs> that's, that's, that's how it's always been, bro. It's, it's been like 40 to 50 year old record executives deciding what music they're going to push. Selling it to fifteen-year-olds, but then when people the same age as those record executives listen to it, enjoy it, it's it's weird because they're right. too old to like it. That's, yeah. It's the, it's the circle of commerce, boys. Yeah, I get where you're coming from. Yeah, as, an al- as an alternative to mud vein, I submit crud vein. Uh, That's a good as, an, as an alternative to puddle of mud, I submit puddle of crud. You see where I'm going? It's easy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's easy. I'm a basic rhymer. Do you, do you got one more in there for me? <laughs> oh, I don't know if I I didn't have a third. I wasn't ready for the trifecta. Okay, all right. I feel okay. like there should be one. Yeah, like it's it's one of those things where it's like on the tip of your tongue. Like, is there another band with mud in it? <laughs> That's how lazy I am. I was thinking blood. As as oh, mud runs black, as, three as mud inches, runs black, three inches of crud, baby. Oh, there you go. There you go. Yeah. yeah. As crud runs runs black. That's yeah. Crud on the dance floor. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Derek is taking an extra long pee pee. I think he's sneaking a shit in on us. Is what he's doing. Um, but. I just, I just want to say, man, I know you have the VR headset. You have the Oculus, as, yeah. as do I. Yeah. Uh, I've fallen in love with a few games on the Oculus in the last few weeks, man. I've been, I've been going kind of stir crazy because I'm not ready to go back to the gym yet. I'm not ready to go. I, I'm comfortable in some situations, like go to the movies, going shopping. Right. I'm not comfortable breathing heavily, mask or not, around 20 to 30 other people who are all working out in the same room as me. It's uncomfortable. Yeah, it, it's, it feels weird, right? Like, I'm not ready to go back into a gym just yet. I've, I've been kind of, like, pondering with the idea. But I bought a couple games for the Oculus that have been really great for cardio. Like, uh, I don't know if you guys have ever played Beat Saber. Beat Saber 
if you play it on a on a harder setting, is phenomenal cardio. Nice. Like, I believe dude, it. I, that's I, specifically why I don't want to do it. <laughs> dude, I, I played. I've been waking up and playing early as fuck before I go out for my shifts, like an hour or so. And like, dude, like all my my, I feel like I, I've been working out at the gym again. My arms are fucking like, like pumped up. I feel like I feel like I should be taking gym selfies in a mirror, and like hashtagging unproblematic king or some shit. Yeah, oh no! <laughs> do, do you when you get a jerk off? Does it feel like you're doing the stranger to yourself because the grip is different? No, it feels like Lou Ferrigno's jerking me off when I jerk me off. Oh, <laughs> exactly, and he's uh, the no stranger. Yeah, no, no, we, I know him very well. Uh, but <laughs> good guy, Lou. He's jerking me off. He gives great hand jobs. <laughs> but but uh, never, never ignores the balls. Nope. No, he, I mean, he, he doesn't know what to do. He kind of just gives him the, give him the wild salmon. Uh, <laughs> Also, there's a game called Pistol Whip. You should definitely check out if you guys haven't checked it out. It's it's like a rhythm game. It's kind of like DDR, but it's not stupid. You you just fucking <laughs> you just shoot all these enemies and dodge bullets, and it's choreographed. You you essentially end. It's like a John Wick simulator with mm. really awesome music that you you kill enemies to the beat. If you if you shoot enemies to the beat and you're like mm. timed up with the music, you get higher scores, and it's it's really fucking fun. I mean, I don't have VR, but I'll come to your house when it's least convenient for you and wake you <laughs> up and. We'll fire yeah. it up, you know. Yeah. We'll make it happen. Yeah. It's like eight a.m. and I'm telling you, like, on the like door. one one hour. Like, it's. It, I, I hate working out. I fucking hate cardio. But doing it this way, I don't even realize how much time's going by, and I don't even realize how sore I'm going to be until I wake up the next day. And I'm like, yeah, everything hurts. Fuck. <laughs> nice, but it's it's so much fun. Uh, I've been meaning to pick up Beat Saber. I have not. I haven't heard of Pistol Whip. I'll have to look that one up as well. Uh, welcome yeah. back, Derek. How's your peepee? It was pretty good. I actually got a little micro poo poo out. Oh, oh yeah. I called it! Yeah. I fucking called it! Yeah. He's, a, he's probably did. sneaking a torpedo out on us. Yeah, he didn't say torpedo. That was all me. I was going. I'm like, why don't I just go for it? Why don't I just go for the dub? You know, and I did it, and I, it paid off. I mean, yeah. I don't regret it. I'm just gonna dunk on this rim. Right now. <laughs> just break the glass, man. It's funny because the basketball is a turd. Uh, you guys are shitting so hard that like the back, like the the. Porcelain top until it shatters like the backboard. <laughs> just in slow motion, thirty yeah, times. Like, yeah, like, <laughs> it's like dust coming like, down. Like Jordan the just ceiling. dunked on it. <laughs> yes, please. This is probably funny to no one else but us because we're all fucking tired. <laughs> Talking about shitting. Yeah. Well, uh, fuck you guys, man. You don't know our, you don't know our lives. It's like yeah. it's like yeah. It's like, thanks uh, for being here, but also fuck you guys. All right. Yeah. Whenever I whenever I shit, it. I like to imitate heating up. From NBA Jam. <laughs> He's heating up. Mm-hmm. All right, boys. We it's have. Gotta your, it's got to set your feet on fire like that guy who. The, the shoe bomber, you know? And then you oh, ship. No. Then, then you, you got to ship before the soles melt. That's how you fucking. <laughs> I don't ever want my shits to be you, that you, much of a big dude, dude, you can't put them out until you're done wiping, though. That's the thing. So if you yeah, get like. Yeah. If, you get, if you get a no wiper, you're like, yes. But if you, if you get. <laughs> if you get one of them Chris Pratt outtake shits where it's like. <laughs> I keep, it's like a magic marker. I, keep I wipe wiping. and I wipe and I wipe. Still poop. Still poop. Still poop. <laughs> so good, dude. <sighs> Boys, we have to talk about Zack Snyder's Justice League. Mm-hmm. Maybe for the last time before it comes out. Who knows? They might sneak something else out that we have to talk about. But they released a big old honking beefer of a trailer. A proper full length trailer for the Zack Snyder's Justice League cut, which comes out at this point in uh, almost exactly a month. It's It's just a day over a month. Um, and this trailer not only featured some new footage 
specifically a brand new shot footage of Joker. And we'll talk about that segment in a little bit. Uh, but it also featured, yeah, obviously the, the general theme of the film is not changing, right? Batman needs to put a team together because he's had this premonition slash future state dream about all the bad shit that's going to happen. He goes out and builds the team, blah, blah, blah. This one's twice as long. We know there's a ton of footage we haven't seen. Specifically, a ton of Cyborg's backstory was cut. Uh, I think some of Flash's backstory was cut. Um, and and generally speaking, we're, we know we're going back to the Nightmare, which is great for continuity in Zack Snyder's universe. And even the scenes that we've seen before look different because everything's been color color corrected, uh, graded differently. Uh, he's using a new format. The trailer looks like it's in 4.3 to us internet peons. It's actually not. It's in the IMAX format. We're getting more in that image. Normally, you would have stuff cut out of it um, because, I don't know, Zack Snyder's <laughs> fool himself and loves IMAX fucking format. I don't know. I can't defend that shit. It's, it's, it's an auteur. I 100% um, <laughs> would go see this in IMAX if it was an option, though. I would. And... I don't know. So, we, I mean, we just got to we just got to get fucking chat about it. Obviously, we're, let's save the Joker stuff for a bit. But, Derek, what would you think about the, the, the new honking beaver Zack Snyder's trailer? My completely candid and honest opinion is this. I have a weird sort of relationship with the Snyder cut in that, like, initially I thought it was really silly. I thought it was fake for a while, like a lot of people did. Um, and I think it really was fake. I think that, like, oh, the yeah. fans willed it into existence. but. Um, and so, like, I was never really that big into Justice League to begin with. Like, I love Zack Snyder's films in a weird way. Um, I usually hate shallow films, which, let's be honest, his films can be kind of shallow. But I love his for some reason. I don't know why. Because um, they're gorgeous. They they're really are gorgeous. They're really well framed. Um, they're well scored. I mean, I, I really don't have much to complain about. Watchmen is, like, the best example of that. Uh, but anyway. Um, so. Nothing in this trailer really wowed me. Like nothing was like, ooh, you know, like nothing really, really caught me. Um, but it again with the weird relationship, I, I, I still can't wait to see this. Like I'm gonna watch it the night that it comes out. Um, but like I, I think that the world that Justice League took place in just was never really that interesting to me. But I'm still just excited to see A, his full vision that he never really got to do. Right. Um, and B, see his great cinematography. I mean, his direction of photography is fucking god tier. So I, yeah, his I, DOP is always top it, shelf. It's amazing. And like the one example I wanted to give is the shot. I don't even know if it was in the original. I don't remember. I actually have been like toying with the idea of rewatching the original right That's before bad. the new one. Um, but the <laughs> shot of like uh Henry Cavill kind of coming up like this high and tight. And like right as the laser eyes come out, it's like no, a that's, three that's second new. shot. That's new. Yeah, I thought And I so. agree. There's something really visceral about that. Yes. Quick, super quick image, but there's something it's it's weird. It's like he flies up really quick. Like and we're just talking hit. about I have goosebumps just talking about yeah, it right now. It's there, such a good a, shot. His hair like kind of blows up a bit yeah. and it's just like it's like mm, and he, he just looks like he's he like, intense like, fucking yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what it is about that shot, but it got me too. So I'm glad yeah. that someone else picked up on it. Uh, yeah, I also, I wasn't wowed. I mean, even as somebody who likes justice, cause I've seen this movie before. Yeah. I mean, sure. It's going to have a bunch of new stuff. I'm going to be like, Oh, that's cool. Oh, that's cool. But like, I'm going to know what it, the, the main takeaway for me is that everything in this trailer that was footage I had seen before that was reworked just fucking looked better because he's got a better eye for yeah. cinematography in general. But, um, Scott, how did you feel about the trailer? Uh, I mean, two things. First off, 
I just want to talk about the joke. I just want to talk about the fucking Joker. Oh, well, but, right after, yeah, right after your but, your thoughts. Um, but when I when I see some some of the, like hearing that we're going back to the nightmare makes me really excited. Honestly, like 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 Derek said, like I I never really bought into the world of the DCEU because it felt like they they had rushed Snyder from the start. Like it, it, even in Man of Steel, we get Superman's origin story and the entire plot of the sequel original movie where Zod comes to Earth. That's supposed to happen after we've already in- introduced Lex Luthor and Superman right. has built his chops up and we know we know who these characters are. Even the first movie was two plots crammed into one. Batman vs. Superman is two plots crammed into one where you have one of the most iconic face-offs in DC comic book history, but also the death of Superman crammed in in the last 45 minutes for no fucking reason. They've, they've always had too much on this man's plate and it's not his fault that this universe is faltering. So the fact that he got the brunt of all the abuse for it being totally too dark. Like, you saw 300. You saw Sin City. You saw fucking Watchmen. You knew what you signed up for when you bought that I ticket. I mean, even Sucker Punch, it's shiny, but all those girls are being, like, horribly mistreated. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, in yeah, real, yeah. There's, the real a, there's a whole lot of sexual abuse in that, in that orphanage. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, no giant robot will ever quell the sexual abuse in that, in that place. Um, <laughs> oof, God, how do we come back from that one? Um, <laughs> no, but, but here that we're going back to the Nightmare... Uh, it, it makes me wonder like what the implications are going to be of Zack Snyder's DCEU because we see the, the, the nightmare for the first time in Batman versus Superman, right? Right. And it's, it's, what, it's what is used to pit Batman against Superman. So seeing Superman again is this, like, this angry... Vis- it looks like he's... doesn't look like he's killing bad guys in that shot. It looks like he's a villain in that, in that shot, right? Could be. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's like, actually hard to say, now that you mention uh, it. I mean, I, I, have, I have a theory that, that, the entire, that in Zack Snyder's vision... Uh, Darkseid was sending these visions to Batman to get Superman out of the way because he wanted to come take over Earth. And with Superman there, he wouldn't be able to do it. That's my theory. That's why Superman's gone. He attacks. That's why, you know, I think we might, we might see more of those gaps fill in to make, to make stuff that happened in Batman versus Superman make more sense because a lot of it didn't. You know, like, like as much as I hate, uh, what's his, what's his, fu- Jesse Eisenberg as Lex Luthor, he has some of the best monologues that Lex Luthor's ever had. I was going to say. Yeah. That's my biggest gripe about that film. His his actual monologues and the word fantastic, play yeah, are fucking yeah. great. But yeah. he delivers if, them like a fucking imbecile. He He's delivers them guy. like Nathan Lane in the Birdcage. It's fucking obnoxious, and it's like it's. Uh, I don't like. I feel like Lex Luthor should have been an, a much older person cast. Like Billy Zane, nailed it. Would have nailed it. Uh... I like Anybody Jesse Eisenberg. That- I think he's a great actor. <laughs> I don't remember his his uh, uh, his performance specifically as Lex Luthor, but I tend to like him in things that he's in. I mean, I like him in things that he's in, but he's really just, he's kind of always the same guy. And when he, yeah, when he's not, yeah when, that's fair. Yeah. And when he's not, he's not good at it. You know what I mean? Like, he wasn't good as Lex Luthor, really, for me. Right. This is what I'm saying. I gotta rewatch him. I yeah, have but, to. But, his, but his monologues are like, that whole like, but now we know better. Devils don't <laughs> come from below the ground. No. Yeah. No, they, they come from the sky. Like, that whole thing, and his fucking, like, the bell is told you here at the beginning of the trailer. Like the the bell has been rung, you know, like like the the yeah the, the what what do you call it? it's dead or whatever the fuck he says the champion is dead or the mm-hmm. yeah the, the, god is dead the god is dead like like the dialogue in, in that movie is fantastic and to see them maybe tie it back in a way where we'll see Lex Luthor as well as Joker again in this we don't, we oh, don't he's know. supposed to be in it yeah yeah so I mean like I feel like we're gonna get a much bigger picture I'm excited for that but I'm also really really excited. That Zack Snyder dropped the ultimate shit post in this trailer. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. 
that just oh. transcends all like expectation for me. Like mm -hmm. just the fact that <laughs> you hear like we live in a society and even that by itself is just hilarious to hear because they pause <laughs> it right afterwards too. Right. He takes a break. Like that was intentional. It wasn't an accident. That was completely no, no. intentional. Oh, and then of course the yeah. scene fucking fades in and who said it? Fucking Joker. Are you kidding me? This man yeah. is a genius. He's a shit posting genius. My God. Dude. Yeah, that, that, that to me read as Snyder being like, fuck all of you edgelord tribe. Like, I mean, like, the, the origins of that meme are kind of like, it was originally like, pe like people were trying to act like they were like outcasts and misfits. They were it's somehow like intellectually superior because they thought outside the box. It became this way yeah. to like, just mock, like, turn it as a weapon against them and mock the shit out of all these cringe edgelord fedora tipping neckbeards who somehow thought that like their rejection by society made them, I don't know, a, a, like a, immune to. Scrutiny? I yeah, yeah, I don't know what it is, dude. <laughs> it's fucking hard to watch. I mean, let's let's be real here. Like fucking uh Walking Phoenix is the Joker perpetuated that shit. <laughs> is it hundred percent does. That it, came like eight years later. I don't think you could say that. I mean it, it you didn't see a resurgent in in this I I saw you I saw you and several people posting the We Live in Society. <laughs> <laughs> on everything for like months after the first Joker trailer dropped. Yeah, but I it was a mocking. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you fucking know. Got him. It was a mockery. It wasn't the, the yeah, yeah. original intended. I, well, no, that's what I'm saying though. It was repurposed to mock. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, I yeah, misunderstood yeah, yeah. then. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I mean, okay. you guys know you guys were using it as to like mock people who like genuinely thought that way. But like Joker also was like it was a weird split. There were people who liked it because they I mean, they they've been that disenfranchised neckbeard fedora owning Batman t-shirt wearing everywhere <laughs> cookie monster fitted hat closet oh, full no. of having axe body spray using why don't girls like me I'm such a nice guy saying uh sexual predator on TikTok probably maybe <laughs> being I don't know I'm running out of I'm running out of descriptors here but <laughs> you know the archetype you know the archetype pretty well and and the fact that like I don't know, man. A lot of people, I feel like a lot of people who, who saw that movie and connected with it were like they fit that criteria pretty well. <laughs> I'm not saying I that everybody. That I'm not saying everybody, I thought it was so good. I'm not saying everyone who liked Joaquin Phoenix Joker was, you know, or is all those things. But I'm saying nobody who hates it isn't. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty. That's that's I'll allow it. Uh, I do remember there being a lot of people talking about the when the Joker film came out that it was encouraging, like you know, quote unquote incels, like people who think they're the downtrodden society, like encouraging them to do terrible shit. I don't yeah, know like, if I like, believe like, that, like post angry stuff on 4chan. There's people have no balls. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, like, but they, I, I disagree with that though. I think the movie did a great job of. Uh, it, it, I, I think the core idea with the movie is that you to get you to sympathize with a villain, sure. But you knew the whole time as the viewer that he was wrong. Like you knew right. all the shit yeah. he did. He was wrong. They never made it seem like those people deserved it. It was just painted as, oh, what an unfortunate turn of events, essentially. Right. I, I don't know. I, 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 I fucking loved it. I don't want to give too much attention to that movie because that's not what we're talking about. But I loved Joker. I thought it was I, th I think it's really too. good, too. I, I do, too. Um, I, I spent the past minute looking up a quote that I was trying to find out because we were talking about Lex's wordplay in BVS and I couldn't help it. I couldn't think of the line I was trying to remember towards the end uh, when Bats goes to visit visit him in Arkham and he's holding him up against the wall. And the first thing Lex says is, look at us. This is how it all starts. Civilization on the wane, manners out the window. 
Like just lines like that. Just mm-hmm. just just yeah. delicious shit flowing from his mouth like he's a fucking artiste. I'm gonna throw some chanja at him in the subway. <laughs> just just delicious shit flying from his mouth like uh chocolate fondue fountain. I yeah. Oh, amazing. <laughs> there it is. Um yeah. the we live Golden in a society Corral, it's always with you. The, the we live in I mean, a society that, ultra mean realistic though. Like if you eat Golden Corral, it's probably still in your colon. Yeah, because you have Hepe and that's just with you for a little while. You just gotta get used to it. <laughs> Um, the we live in a society meme lord stuff aside i will say one he looks a lot better Mm. mostly because the tattoos aren't there it's really just the tattoos i still saw i still saw the tattoo under his eye the little j no i thought it was like a scratch it was like he had like chinks in his fucking makeup Mm -hmm. oh so Um, he like he like scratches tattoos off you think i don't know um i'm not sure and the the hilarious part about it is i think someone asked Zach in an interview, like why the tattoos weren't there or what's going on, like when he introduced the images in the magazine. Um, and he basically just said, I don't, it doesn't like, I'm not explaining it. Like, either yeah. he was playing coy or he was like, I don't fucking care. It was bad. Like, he, he was like, dude, I respect just, that though. I respect to yeah. just be like, that design was awful and we're not doing it anymore. So yeah, I don't know. Just you I think figure was, it out. <laughs> I think he was trying to be like politically nice to David Ayer, but he was just like, we don't know what happened to him from that time till now. So yeah. I'm, He's like basically like I don't fucking care. Um, I, yeah, I don't know what happened to the tattoos, but there's there are two shots of him released before this trailer. He looks like he one of them. He's you know the trailer. He's got a SWAT vest on, and Snyder said he's he wears police badges of all these officers he had killed over the time, which is kind of a neat concept. Yeah, and that's then, fucking yeah. And then he also had this thing on where he looked like um like a like a butcher, but almost like he was yeah. in hospital stuff. Like he had gloves on and like a like a, a pleated like the uh, apron. Um, very, I don't know, weird. His hair has grown out. And I got to say, I could listen to him say Batman in that trailer all day long. Maybe not everything else, but just the way he delivers the word Batman. It gets me the same way the Superman eye shot does. Is he has this like a gravel behind it. And I'm like, oh, I got to mm. watch it again now. I guess I must have yeah. missed I'm like, that. Mm. Go watch the it part- right now. I'll just jerk the- it while you watch it. <laughs> mm. The question is, which ACAB subreddit do you think Joker's a part of? <laughs> Ready? Good. Derek goes first. I don't know, man. I'm not prepared for this. <laughs> I wasn't either. That's why I threw it at you. That's how yeah, I hot potatoed it to your your lap. Um, no, that, that was a rhetorical question. You guys don't have to have a real answer. For that. <laughs> All right, excellent. Because okay, I don't good. have one. Um, yeah, I mean, look, we, I don't want to spend too much more time on it. Other than, uh, yeah, I'm. I think we're all looking forward to it. I think we're all yeah. like, you know. Probably going to watch it when it comes out, if not the next day. Uh, obviously, we'll talk about it at length because it's a long fucking movie, so I'm probably going to have to take notes while I watch it, split it up into two watch parties. It's going to be a two. It's going to be a two session watch for me. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there were we got I'm trying to not forget these things. I mean, we're I'm tr- I was trying to fathom how you possibly double the length of this film. And you got to remember, there are reports of Joe May. Uh, Manginello, man, what a Manginello. Like that. I say it as Deathstroke. Now. Uh, showing back up, Lex Lex Luthor, uh, Joker. We know shot new scenes. I don't know if the other villain stuff is going to feature into those new scenes or just be reshots. Um, but there's there's going to be a lot of shit going on, and I'm excited to see. People keep talking about whether or not they're going to continue this universe, and obviously Warner Brothers and HBO is saying no. But I would guarantee you any amount of money that if this does very well for them, there's no way they don't because what do they have to lose? They're already doing these dark Joker offshoots. They're already introducing the idea of a multiverse. Just let Zach fuck off and do what he wants on like yeah. Max or something. 
and give him theatrical releases and like why now why not what are you what are you losing by giving stuff if, if it does well you know what i mean i mean i honestly i, I feel like this is gonna be like snyder's mic drop he's gonna show everyone that he was building to something and every step of the way he had executives and clueless money men dictating how he had to write how he had to direct how much shit he had to cram into a short amount of time and this is gonna be him just like showing like everyone sucked my dick i never lost it i was forced in this in this position where Money made all the calls. I lost my creative freedom. Here it is. Eat shit, suck a dick. I'm done. I, I hope, I hope you're that's right. true. I, hope I so really too. do. That would be I, that would pave like an excellent path for just like uh, directors in the future to just like give the guy with the ideas the fucking tools to make those ideas happen yeah. and yeah. leave him the fuck alone. Period. Yeah. yeah. I, nobody. I nobody right. was gonna throw a fucking shit fit over Superman having a black suit. I don't know who right. the, what, what executive saw that. Like, first of all, that's another action figure you can sell for the same fucking movie. yeah. Yeah, and it's less paint, bro. <laughs> yeah, monochrome, child, son. I think the, this chi- monochrome the child labor that spray paints your toys only has oh, to do one coat this time. Warner Brothers, come on! <laughs> no, 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 no. All those children lost their hands when, oh, when, auto- no. when, when automation took over. It's all, it's all automation now. Oh no! Yeah. Why, why do they lose their hands though? They're just gonna get replaced by machines. No, yeah, they, we they don't the, need the, you anymore, and we're gonna cut your hands <laughs> off. Get the fuck out of my sweatshop. <laughs> No, 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 no. What happened was they didn't have their jobs where they had to steal food to survive. They got caught stealing and had their hands cut off. Oh, okay. All right. That makes (laughs) makes a lot more sense. By Warner Brothers. Then just despite (laughs) de-handing. Yeah. uh, Last thing I'll say before we move on. We know it's it's R-rated. And there's... There's a little little thing of Steppenwolf uh, fighting off the Amazons, which happens in the original film, mm-hmm. uh, but he, it's so much more brutal. And although I'm still, I still don't like that Steppenwolf armor. Uh, he looks fucking like he's gonna fuck some people up in yeah. bloody, delicious fashion. I mean, you can you literally see a head roll from an Amazonian in that in that shot. So yeah. I, I looked at what the if side. It, what by if it's side. just rated R because Steppenwolf just jerks off in the middle of the fight, <laughs> and that's like the one thing that got them the R rating. Everything else is um, the same. Then I'm down. There's that one yeah. scene where his armor comes work. back and he's got like he's actually just got hammerhead crazy alien face, <laughs> yeah. and I just want to I want to look into his dead, cold alien eyes as he pulls one out. <laughs> Why would that? Why would you say that? <laughs> everyone's, <laughs> gonna, everyone's gonna hear this. <laughs> why would you say Warner Brothers wants to cut off kids' hands, Scott? <laughs> because they're a heartless conglomerate, just like Disney. But yeah. I, I, I never, I never specified that Warner Brothers would cut the hands off. I said the shop owners who caught the children stealing food to survive would cut their hands off. Fair. Yeah, that's in, in whatever, in whatever, yeah. in whatever third world country they well, make. I would the argue that that I said the line that I said because Steppenwolf is a heartless conglomerate. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> Holy shit. I, 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 I just saw stars. I'm lightheaded from that one. Yeah, that was really, yeah, that kind of knocked me back a little bit. Oh, all um, the air what? just left my lungs immediately. <laughs> Fun <What>? fact. <laughs> the, the, can we please call this title? Can we please call this episode Heartless Conglomerate? Please. We, we said we'd never cross that line, Scott. You have to. You no got to. No coming the title. <laughs> no coming the title. Uh, one other fun fact because I keep thinking of them I'm going to close the trailer window so I stop thinking of them it starts off with Superman literally dying in a BVS and his screams echoing and I thought hmm interesting visualization to the bell has been told stuff going on in the background those shockwaves are actually there in BVS when he dies there's the original shot of him from the side being stabbed and when he gets stabbed this huge shockwave goes out so 
Good job, Snyder. Like, that's kind of cool. I don't know if you intended Bravo, that Snyder. or you just really like shockwaves. It's probably he the de- latter. He definitely intended that, though. I mean, I mean, there's, he, there's, there's so he, many he, loose ends at the end of BVS that he he definitely intended to wrap it all up with Justice League and, and fill in a lot of gaps. Yeah, I I, I hope that's true. And I, it, it actually lends credence to the fact that the the bell has been told line is in the end of BVS. So, yeah, yeah I agree. He probably did intend it. Um, all right, moving on to some Marvel news. It's not good Marvel news. Uh, is there any such thing as good Marvel news these days? Not well, lately. Derek is really winning when it comes to your attitude towards know, Marvel. And I wonder if when he's. Never mind. I'm done with the jerk off jokes tonight. <laughs> I spent. <laughs> I blew my proverbial load on the conglomerate. Ooh, one more. Uh, Snuck it in. <laughs> uh, Very meta. I wonder pro- if when pro- Derek is. Pro- proverbial load title. <laughs> <laughs> proverbial load. I'm down. Uh, I I wonder if when Derek is like pleased with himself and is getting ready to go to bed and he's is rolling over, if he thinks about how much like you've begun hating Marvel <laughs> since we started the podcast. I doubt that's yeah, what he's what's weird is to, I, I like I'm more on board with Marvel now. Like that's the the weird thing. Like not the the flagship movies, but I, like I'm super into fucking WandaVision right now. We just totally flip flopped, I guess. Ooh, I am I am not at all. <laughs> not even a little bit. Oh, oh no! Mm, oh boy! All right. Mm-mm. Now we blew our we blew that proverbial load too early. But this news is about Kevin Feige. No, I, I I come when I'm ready to. All right. <laughs> I'll come that's when a, I that's want. A, that's a that's a power we all wish we had, Scott. <laughs> <laughs> this news is about Kevin Wait, Feige <laughs> making bad decisions. <laughs> Apparently, you got a stubborn dick, bro. Yeah, it does not listen to me. Mm. Apparently, Kevin Feige has been fighting. To keep Black Widow a theatrical release. Yeah, I, so, I want Conor McGregor to fist fight Kevin Feige in a parking lot. <laughs> Sorry for coughing. There were rumors of, a while ago uh, that Black Widow was going to be announced as a Disney Plus release. Fucking finally, because who cares? Just put it out. If people want to see it, they can fucking see it. I don't care about it. I'm not going to pay extra. But if it's on Disney Plus, sure. I turn it on and watch it and see what happens. See uh, Russian Captain America. Red Guardian, I think his name is. Looks fun, whatever, cool. Not that. Um, <laughs> looks okay. It looks no. uh, better no. than sitting in silence it, doing nothing. I it, it, looks like, it looks like the Wayne's Brothers directed a superhero movie in like the early two thousands. What it looks like the Wayne's Brothers. Yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah, like Blank Man. If you, is a if you gem. love scary movie one through five, you'll love Fat Captain America and all these dumb cunts. <laughs> <laughs> is David Harbor Russian Captain America? Is that yeah? Okay, yeah. Um, okay, so this is just a news article that I brought up only so we could all lament on how annoying it is. Uh, <laughs> this movie is currently scheduled to be out this summer and to really be like, I don't know, I guess the the hopeful savior of the of the movie theaters. I don't know what the fucking goal is here. I mean, yeah. talk about a bad like horse to bet all your fucking money on for like the opening of the summer We've talked about it before. I, I, there, it's hard for me to scrounge up one iota of shit, uh, of giving a shit about this film between the three of us, not just me. You, uh, you know what this is, right? What? This is Olive Garden breadsticks. Whoa, buddy. Yeah, this is, all, this is Olive Garden breadsticks. Like, you want me to get excited for Olive Garden breadsticks where I have never-ending pasta coming? Shut the fuck You're not even oh, Red okay. Lobster. That's fair. You don't, you don't even have the cheese, bu- the cheese biscuits, bro. Oh, Shut they're the- delicious. Yeah, yeah. Like, if this was, if this was a giant, like, like tentpole film, I would get it. You're filling in gaps. This is one of your filler films. Just fucking release it. It's been a year, and you're talking about pushing it back from the year later release date again. They're talking yeah. about pushing it back further from May, and then pushing back their entire 
four-year release slate to accommodate that. Nobody gives a fuck. I love Scarlett Johansson. I loved her as Harriet Tubman in that biopic she did last year. I fucking loved it. But did you say biopic? (laughs) Yeah. Did you say biopic? Is that wait? Hang on. Can we fixate on that for just a second? Did you say biopic? He did. Are you not? Are you not? Are you not going to comment at all? Me saying that she played Harriet Tubman because she's always whitewashing. Oh really yeah, not- that went right. That went right. <laughs> yeah, past nothing. Me actually, fucking until nothing. you just said it again. <laughs> I was I was so astounded that it didn't catch Derek that you said Harriet Tubman that I was like anxiously awaiting to see how good the joke about biopic was going to be. <laughs> it didn't materialize. No, no, no. you're right. I was, fro- I, I was frozen in my tracks by him not acknowledging that I said that she played Harriet Tubman in the movie. <laughs> I that was too yeah, that was almost there was a bit too highbrow. We're there. all too tired. Yeah, I can't was, even it blame was... it on the coof. It's just the flu. F L O O again. <laughs> so yeah, so like Scott was saying, this movie was supposed to come out May seventh of this year. If it doesn't, May it's gonna have of a, last year. Well, that's true. It's currently scheduled to open in theaters May seventh this year. Uh, if it doesn't come out, it's going to create a ripple effect with their release calendar because this year they're also slated to release Shang Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings, which is supposed to be coming out in July. Uh, Eternals is supposed to come out on November fifth, and then there's also Disney Plus titles to consider like Falcon and the Winter Soldier and Loki, which are both supposed to come out this year. So, um, Scott was making sourpuss face. I will say. I don't give a I don't know anything about Shang-Chi and I don't care about the character. However, the format of the film sounds interesting. I don't know if you guys heard about it, but it's supposed yeah. to be like a fighting tournament type thing. And the rumor mill is that a couple famous X-Men might pop up in that fighting tournament. Mm. Uh they were talking about like Wolverine might be recast and show up in that. Um if what they a, don't what a, bring what him a wet in from Fox. blanket way to recast Wolverine. Like <laughs> I just don't think I think it's the same thing with Han Solo, too. At this point, it's like you can't really recast Wolverine. I I, I don't know. I know a lot of people like a lot of fucking Danny DeVito. You can dude. Shia Shia LaBeouf would be a fantastic Wolverine. He would. Unless it's Danny DeVito. Don't don't even make that face. I would take Danny DeVito over Shia LaBeouf as Wolverine. Have you seen Shia LaBeouf? No, I know. I know. Have you seen the collector? bro? I'm tired of him. (laughs) I'm so sick of him. I mean, you, that's fair. You're allowed to be sick of him. That's, that's completely But he is an incredible character actor. Yeah, he's always sweating. He's perfect for Wolverine. <laughs> that's he's it. short. That's the whole joke. He's short. He has anger issues in real life. He's always sweaty. Yeah. Wolverine's whole thing is short in a brick shithouse. I mean, yeah. yeah. I, I know a lot of people, like, the whole time that Hugh Jackman was Wolverine were upset with it because he doesn't have the body type and doesn't have the this. He's too tall. That, he was, dude, he was fucking phenomenal. It, 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 those, are, those are big shoes I, to fill. But they're going to have to find a little angry man to fill him. Like, it's the only way to go. Weren't they going to cast Donzig as Wolverine at one point? Someone told me that in high school, and I said it as, like, an interesting fact for, like, ten years before I was like, wait, I never really, like, <laughs> researched that source whatsoever in any way. But I had heard it's like there's no way that's real. Danzig that's called as, growth, Derek. I'm proud could, of you. I could have seen, seen Danzig as, like, whiplash, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. He's got the powers built in. You know he never washes that thing. It's got a fucking stink, right? Are you talking about he his just, hair? He just puts he just puts like pomade First in it every thing. morning. <laughs> yes, but no. The I, answer I, 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 is I, somehow yes. I don't Some get love, how love sausage crack the whip action. I don't get how like of all films to have like this much controversy over the release date. It's fucking Black Widow. Like yeah. even the friends I have that are like die hard unquestioning mcu fans are like nah, i'll see it when it comes out on like when i can yeah, it. like nobody I mean, really cares gives about gives a fuck yeah who gives a fuck uh I, I, I according to this article 
Disney has like the next three or four weeks to like make a decision about yeah. what they're going to do with the film. And honestly, I just don't care. Uh, but anyway, moving along to the next piece of news. This is also Marvel related. And I only brought wait, this wait, out. Wait. Of, what, I'm sorry. What, what? Why was, why was Derek hypercritical of using the word biopic? It's biopic. <laughs> biopic? Uh, he was being a grammar Nazi. Uh, biopic. Okay. Okay. It's biopic. Yeah. 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 <laughs> no big deal. Um, anyway, next. Uh, so this is about Captain Marvel 2. <laughs> I, I, the only reason I brought this up, listen, listen, I knew that was going to be the reaction. Oh, no, okay. that was my reaction is to him being a grammar Nazi. Oh, OK, OK. <laughs> we, well, we, we, we just shadow over Gina Carano for being a real Nazi for like 45 minutes. But it's OK. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, that's also probably your reaction to Captain Marvel, too, though, right? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, look, I only brought this up. It doesn't tell us anything. It's a casting thing. The only reason it's on the fucking docket for this week is because there's a fact written here. I don't know that I remember reading before, which is that uh, we know there's a Miss Marvel show coming out. We talked about the sneak peek behind the scenes look, the scenes look, uh, and that star Iman uh, Vellani, who's playing Miss Marvel in the show, is going to be in Captain Marvel too. And I thought that was fucking cool. We know that Miss Marvel obviously looks up to Captain Marvel. It's right in the fucking name. It's not just Marvel being uber fucking lazy. Um, it's kind of I mean, her role model, too, right? I mean, it also it's definitely it's like it's like DC naming a character Detective Comics. I mean, or just say like, <laughs> what's what's your name? I'm Detective Comics. I'm here to investigate a crime. Um. Anyway, so I that's, I think that's so good. I'm sorry. Yeah, that was <laughs> I'm stuck on that. Uh, I'll just a second. Detective Comics and the case of the Cumglomerate. <laughs> oh my God! Stop giving us bank. If you're not gonna let us put cum yeah, cumglomerate in the title, it, you gotta stop doing them. Yeah. yeah. All right. Look, I will break. I will break our one rule and put it in the title if that's the title, because that means I don't have to Excellent. think about it the rest of the podcast. <laughs> Detective Comics and the Cumglomerate and the mystery of the Cumglomerate. And yeah, and, the, and the, either the case uh, of the Cumglomerate. Case of the Cumglomerate. Okay, yeah, okay. That's yeah, the one. Yeah. Detective Comics and the case of the Cumglomerate. Boom. Now I just need to think of a ridiculous image. You gotta find. Last you gotta, week's was you, great. No, you, you gotta find like an old Hardy Boys book cover and just superimpose Batman's face over it and like a magnifying glass and like a white stain on something. <laughs> <laughs> that should be pretty easy. <laughs> I'll bang that out. Very simple. Um, yeah. But I thought I thought this news was cool. It's it's also kind of a no shit, but it's it's neat that they're. Because Marvel has Disney Plus now, the like the vision of having shows that actually tie into films is coming to fruition. Like Agents of Shield, they said they were going to do it, but it was a separate division led by Jeff Loeb. Uh, nothing ever fucking happened. Like they, tr the TV show tried so hard to line up with films, and Kevin Feige was like, "They don't exist. They'll never be in our movies." And uh, here we're actually going to get it. So Miss Marvel's going to be in Captain Marvel too. Also, Monica Rambeau currently in Wandavision going to be in Captain Marvel too. So we're getting a lot of this, uh, of this cool crossover stuff. And, uh, we'll talk more about Monica Rambeau when we talk about WandaVision, but did you guys have any thoughts on this? It's really just more like an announcement. So if you don't, that's fine. Just that. I hope that they put more care into the second one than they did the first one. I mean, that's really it. I agree. But, yeah. There, there was like an incel army that was up in arms against Brie Larson. Uh, and I think like, that probably affected the box office more than anything, but there, it, it, it was lacking. I forgot about that. Yeah, it was la I mean, it was, it wasn't lacking a proper antagonist any more than half of the MCU movies. Yeah. Being honest, yeah, but, that's true. But but her origin story wasn't particularly interesting. I, the, oh, amne the, the amnesia trope has been played to death, and unless, dude, unless like 
What are even her powers? A uh, uh, airplane blew up next to her, and yeah. now she's magic. That's the whole. Yeah, but but like the airplane was powered by the same energy that the tesseract uses. But like, but yeah, but but if, if you're gonna if you're gonna do a memento, at least do it fragmented in an interesting way, like memento yeah. did. Right. If you're gonna if you're gonna bite off one of the only socially acceptable Nolan movies at this point, do it beat for beat. Just 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 fucking just. It's it's like that that, that copy the homework meme. You know what I mean? Like just just photocopy it. Just do yeah. it. Yeah. Also, I mean, are we really supposed to, at this point in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, when you throw Jude Law at us as the charismatic mentor, are we not supposed to immediately know that yeah. he's going to be the <laughs> yeah. fucking bad guy? Yeah. Like, the minute he showed up, I'm like, okay, well, that's the bad guy. Well, yeah, there's nobody else, there's nobody else the hairline, build dude, that could have been the, the bad guy. If the hairline's all the way back here, then th- that's the anti-tag, baby. 100%. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no mentor has something that's all the way back there for sure. Oh, that's true. That's true. That's true. <laughs> that makes me feel like I'm gonna lose my hair eventually because I'm one of the most antagonizing pieces of shit in the world. <laughs> I'm gonna, I, I'm I, gonna, I'm gonna go bald, boys. We better start making money so I can get some hair plugs like Jeff, Jerry Piven. I, you know? I gotta get the JP route. Holy shit! I, 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 gotta, I gotta get, I gotta get them Piven plugs, them PPs. <laughs> <laughs> Is Jeremy Piven like the your Dane Cook? No. So you, you, you quote Dane Cook. I just hate on Piv. That's true. I'm, I'm just over here dunk, yeah. ju- dunking giant shits and shadowing porcelain uh, backs on Piv. Okay, fair <laughs> enough. Fair enough. What are you munching on there, buddy? Oh, it's a uh, maraschino cherry. Oh, okay. Nice. But, I but thought it was it, an it, olive it, and I was ready to hate you physically. <laughs> just just wait, a cherry. You hate, you, hate, you hate black olives? I you, hate, you ramp up really I quickly. Hate people that like black olives more than anything really i mean a black olive is just oh well then you, you hate my dead thing. cousin that's fucked but once, up. <laughs> I, you also hate my wife well you want to keep going I'm not, I'm not, yeah. like them, we don't know yet let me yeah, go find out them. yeah i'm not i'm not even i'm I not even know joking i hated them until just now but i do yeah. intensely so so are you glad she's dead derek <laughs> <laughs> again rhetor- rhetorical question <laughs> no no i, I demand an answer <laughs> Once I can gauge how serious you are right now, I'll figure it out. I'll so come saw, back to it. That's that's one hundred percent real. That's one hundred percent real. Yeah. Sometimes. Me and, her, me, me and her used to like like almost fist fight when we were like six years old over who we get the black olives at Thanksgiving and Christmas. Wow. All now. right. Guess, guess who gets them all now, buddy? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm uncomfortable right now. <laughs> no. This is, this, that's a great agent. Top shelf, bro. Top shelf. <laughs> It's also it's also better for me that like Scott tries to give them a straight delivery but can't hold it in. It makes them way funnier, like ten times funnier. I've always been a fan of comedians who cannot help but laugh at their own jokes sometimes. What up? Because it's what up? It's it's. I mean, it's it's sad, but it's it's also everything's funny. I'm sorry, everything's fucking funny. <laughs> everything's funny. Yeah. When everything's a shit show, everything's funny. Well, I mean, life yeah. motto. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, when when your day to day life involves coping, you cope with the bad stuff the same way you cope with everyday life. Breathing that copium. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my god! Derek always has these like super <laughs> oh sneaky god. little lines that he sneaks in all the time. Yeah, Ron but- just walked by and gave me the finger. Was like, I like black olives, bitch, and she walked out of the room. <laughs> Yo, <So>. yes. <laughs> She's taking you on, Mari. The yeah. baby is not yours. Yeah, you're lo- you're losing everybody, man. Whoops! Oh, fuck. I what was I going to say mistake. before we? I had a point before. Oh, right. Okay. <laughs> this feels so inconsequential now after that conversation, but I will also posit boring origin story. But uh, I thought the scrolls were an interesting twist. They weren't just like, "Hey, look, these guys are bad, and they're bad." They, there was a nice I little mean, subplot of like refugees. I thought that was kind of cool. I, I mean, there should be good and bad scrolls, right? You can't just paint 
all the Kree bad or all the squirrels bad. It makes no fucking sense. That, that would be spacist. And we've discussed that you can't be spacist. You can't be space racist around these parts. Right? Mm-mm. It's true. No, you're right. Yeah. I, I 100% agree. That's like, all, I, that's like saying all the huts are fucking greedy mobsters. Well, if you watch They are, Wars, they are uh, but yeah. you can't say it. Also, you can't say it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just fucking kidding. Scott, you got, you, no, dude, I, you're just... You're just out funnying the rest of us by too much right now. No, no. <laughs> that was I'm too fun. overwhelmed and like fatigued by sickness. All I can do is just like bask in the glory of like your hilarity right now. It's just like, nah, dude, that was you're, you're on fire right now. <laughs> they yeah. are, but you can't say yeah, it. That was church, dude. Peak. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, if, if, if you do, you'll, if you do, you'll, if you say it out loud that all the huts are greedy and mobsters, you'll get kicked off the Mandalorian, right? <laughs> That's exactly. <laughs> You're going to get Carano, dude. Does that mean I'm going to have human growth hormone direct, directly injected in the back of my neck? <laughs> yeah, that's exactly have, what that means. Have traps like an escalator? <laughs> no, like, like, well, yeah, okay. If the rocks again, are like again, the... Again, Google, Google a Bobo, if you guys haven't yet at home. Yeah, Google it's a good a bo- idea. Yeah. All right, boys, we derailed. Let's get us back on track. So next article. Uh, hey, good news. Good news. We talked about this a couple of weeks ago. Chappelle's show officially coming back to Netflix today. Yes. With Chappelle's blessing. Um, you know, we've, we've talked about this before. He released that awesome diatribe about how he was getting robbed by these people who were using his money, his name to make money. And how he wanted people to boycott it. And guess what? I, either they listened or it trended enough on Twitter that they gave a shit. Uh, not only did Netflix remove it at his request, but HBO Max also said they were going to take it off, uh, which they did, I believe. And now we have the fucking. We have the fucking win. We got the W, boy. It's coming yeah. back Fe- February 12th. It's actually already back as of our podcast. And uh, I don't know. It's it yeah. just it's kind of a, one of the only feel good fucking articles that I've read in yeah. the past like month or two. Yeah. It's really uh, he, al- he also he also owns the rights to his own name again. He can do Chappelle's show as a free agent again for Netflix. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that part. That, that that to me is the bigger win. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I didn't know that at all. Yeah, bad yeah, host he, for not reading so thoroughly. Oh, it was in a different article I'd read throughout the week. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Um. So, so it wasn't that wasn't any lapse on your part. But I mean, like, it's it's one of those things that like you can't scroll through a news feed right now, whether it's on Facebook or Twitter or even Instagram had like a nerd a nerdist episode about it. You know yeah. what I mean? Uh, it's it's everywhere. Every, everyone's really happy. It's 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 one of the few things that people are unified on right now, no matter what your politics are, no matter what your affiliation is. You know, you you can't be a, that big of a chunk of pop culture iconography and not be paid for what you've created. For you know, it's it's still iconic today, man, and it's been what fifteen fucking years. So it's also excellent to see like solidarity amongst like the consumer base to say like, okay, well we appreciate this guy and we respect this guy. So he asked us. Hey, you have the ability to uh, watch this thing that you've paid money to watch, but I'm asking you not to because I think that it's morally wrong. And enough people actually said, well, I, <laughs> I hear what you're saying and I respect you enough to actually do that, that a good outcome came out of it, which is like never, ever happens. It, it really is a feel good story. It's yeah, it, it, it's it's cool to, to to get the W every now and then. Uh, and, and, you know, you know, just to say bounce off of what Scott said about getting his name back. He, there's a little blurb in this article. Uh, which is the obvious. I want to thank Ted Sarandos at Netflix, the CEO who had the courage to take my show off the platform first. But then he also said, I want to thank Chris McCarthy at CBS Viacom, who owns Comedy Central. 
uh, the guy's younger than me and like most people younger than me has an interest in making the past right and did something that was very courageous. And finally, after all these years, I can finally say Comedy Central. It's been a pleasure doing business with you. So, uh, it, yeah, seriously, feel good. I, he I feel has better. such a way with words, man. He is such well, a fucking poet. But he is. <laughs> yeah. He probably he probably knows it, though, right? Uh, I mean, what he does. God but damn he- you, son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> 12-year-old jokes. 12-year-old jokes. Uh, all right. Feel-good article out of the way. Disney's getting more money than they expected earlier than they expected. Yay! Conglomerates. Uh, Disney Plus reaches 95 million subscribers three years earlier than predicted. What the fuck, That's a, that's a whole lot of cum. That's a whole... That's even, buckets. Even, even if only 50% of those subscribers have dicks, that's, that's a lot of empty balls. And you know... You know Disney Plus is becoming the new Netflix, right? People are watching Disney movies and fuck it, right? You, you know what's happening. Oh, absolutely. Like, you want to come over and watch Aladdin? Like, that's way better than you want to come over and binge watch... Ozark? Like, say Ugh, yes to the, say yes to the oh, dress. Oh, yeah. fuck you. Ozark's not that bad. I mean, Ozark's yeah, sure. good, but... but I'll no take your word fuck, for it. No one's trying to fuck during Ozark, bro. That's true. You gotta pay attention. I don't, I don't want to watch Jason what the fuck's his face have a gun to his temple I'm trying to come. That's gonna make it way harder. Is that just is it just me or is he like the the anti coon lord? Like he like he sucks all the sexual energy out of the room. He's just like like I think I about know, him, I, I think know, about I doing about my taxes. I don't, I don't know about that, man. He's he's a handsome man, but 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 he it's it's, it's his it's, voice. It's it's totally it's too dark. They'd be like they'd be like trying to fuck during breaking bad, but like the less good version of breaking bad, right? Yeah, that's yeah. Thank you for saying that. It's like yeah. Anytime he's in, he's such a goofball, such a like, oh, what am I doing? And so many things that like Jason Bateman, right? Jason yeah. Bateman, that whenever yeah. he's in something serious, I <laughs> no, just Walter can't White. like I, I'm just like waiting for his, I don't know, punchline or something like I just can't get into it. I know I people said that about Brian Cranston in keeping with the. Uh, yeah. yeah, in keeping with the metaphor, but I don't know. I, I, I just I just I'm not sold on serious Jason Bateman. Yeah, well. I mean, Brian, Brian Cranston's in a whole different league, man. Brian yeah, absolutely. Is, is, is one of the best actors of our time, I think. Yeah. I mean, I, I know it's the most cliche line of Breaking Bad, but when he says, I'm the one who knocks, that whole scene is so fucking juice. He I, sells I lines. That's what he's so good at. Stay yeah. out of my territory. It's like yeah. fucking horrifying when he I know this is a, like that. a super unpopular opinion, but I think I liked, I liked him better during the first earlier seasons where you see that transition. You see, like, there's a lot more... Oh yeah, a lot, a lot more fluctuation. He's not. He hasn't committed to being a piece of shit. He doesn't have that that ownership yet. You know, he's I, like he's, I'm. I'm with you on that. I, yeah. I I think that he as an actor became more full of himself because of his success towards the end, and it shows in his acting. Not to the point where it takes away from it, like that yeah. it's not good. It's still excellent. But I feel like I feel like I the exactly first, what like, you season mean. or two, yeah. he's he he acts those better. Oh, I, I feel like really also am. towards the end of that series, they knew how they they had to wrap it up. They had to make him. Like, it, it couldn't be. There couldn't be any moral gray area. He, as much as everyone hated Skyler or hated hated other characters within the show, Walt had to be the bad guy so they could kill him, or or you know, and end the series with something least, like yeah, yeah, yeah. So like in the last few seasons, like season five, where he orders that hit in that prison hit, where like twenty people die. You're just like, all right, well, that's that's so out of character for 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 Walt, even in these circumstances. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like he was never he was never just a straight up murderer. Uh, but Either. it. it his character definitely becomes, he loses that gray area, he becomes like just a villain for the last, what, yeah. season and a half? Well, yeah, right up till the end, basically. Yeah. He's just doing shady ass shit. But I don't know how we got from Disney Plus to fucking Walter White. <laughs> but uh, 
Disney. So, I mean, obviously, we're not shilling for the corporation at Disney. We only shill for one company, and that's HBO Max. Mm-hmm. Uh, Disney Who Plus. Who will soon be owned by Disney. <laughs> just a matter <laughs> yeah, of time. I mean, coming. you're not wrong. Uh, they launched Disney Plus launched in November 2019 with a goal to cross 90 million subscribers by the end of 2024. So it's 2021 and they've reached 95 million. No big deal, right? I mean, they have, like you said, basically every property under the sun that anybody wants to watch. Pixar, all the old Disney movies, Marvel, Star Wars, Na- uh, fucking National Geographic, Disney and fucking ESPN. Like, there's so much stuff under their fucking umbrella. That mouse is a dictator, boys. <laughs> And he wants his money. So the question is on Disney Plus, what section do you think is the fuck section? Like, are people putting on like National Geographic, like Discovery Channel shit in the background, like like Meerkat Manor and fucking? No. Are, people, are people are people fucking the Marvel movies because it's loud, the roommates won't hear it? You know what I mean? Or are people fucking to like some of the classics? It's got to be yeah. Nat Geo, baby. Just, I'm thinking there's, there's it, definitely man. some sick fucks out there who can only come when Bambi's mom dies. There's got to be at least uh, one of them. <laughs> oh no, there's at least one. Oh no, they've got just the, the beginning Some credits Ted of out there just cranking one out. <laughs> or during the title song at the end of Coco. That would be even weirder, right? <laughs> oh, I've never I've would... never seen Coco, but I've heard it's going to make you uh, cry. Oh god, hard. let's say Co- no more. You got to watch that. Oh my that. god. Jesus can, Christ. I mean, god. I don't, we're not going to film it cuz we'd all be embarrassed, but can we par- group party watch fucking it's so good. Oh god, it's a great movie. I, mean, I would just I, love if, if we to can watch if we can somehow again. find a way to pencil in watching a movie together, I would do it. <laughs> I know. It's, gotta, it's been a, it's, it. been, it's been a struggle, but we might have it, a snow day tomorrow, guys. It's true. That's true. Snow yeah. day. Yeah. Um yeah, so, okay, enough shilling about Disney Plus numbers. We have one more thing to talk about before we go into our main topics this week. And this, yeah, it's it's super fucking unfortunate. We uh, the fucking buried the lead a little bit. I think Scott mentioned it super early on because we're all very irate that this is actually happening. So not only do we have Kevin Hart playing Roland in the Borderlands film. And Jamie Lee Curtis playing an autistic lady. That. Uh, now we have Jack Black playing Claptrap. No. Mm-mm. I don't want it. I'm not going to watch it again. Danny DeVito would be better. You know, <laughs> that you actually know would it be your... really a... 100% <laughs> you're, you're right. in this. Si- yeah, 100% in this instance. Yeah. I'm, seeing your, I'm seeing your point now. Yeah. I don't think there's any instance where Danny DeVito wouldn't be a better choice than Jack Black. Can you imagine can you Claptrap imagine... offering rum ham to everybody? <laughs> can you imagine like if you swapped it though? And it was like Jack Black in iconic roles that Danny DeVito had like Jack Black in twins with Arnold. How fucking unbearable. It. How unbearable would that be? But okay, here's why I know Scott's on to something now. I mean, you were before, clearly, but I didn't see it. My vision was blinded. I was too. It's okay. It's okay. I was tunnel visioned. It's all ones and zeros now, though, right? Yes. I (laughs) guarantee you, I I can see the matrix. Uh, (laughs) If you, if they redid twins today, Mm-hmm. He would, would be totally be fucking cast yeah. in it. Yeah, yeah, it would be Jack Black and the Rock, 100%. It'd be fucking terrible. It I, can I, also I, yeah, I, no, I don't know, I'd watch it. I'd go see, who who would be uh in Arnie's part? Probably Oh, uh, The Rock. Probably The, the Rock. Rock. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Yeah. 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 Has to be. He's the big man now. 110%. Um I don't want to talk about this anymore. It sucks. I don't want to watch this movie. I think it's going to be bad. It feels like a, a a shameless fucking cash grab for the IP, and it's Why probably is... going to add to the fucking god tier list of video game adaptations gone horribly wrong for screen. This I is going to be the end of Eli Roth's career, which is this? crazy. That hasn't happened yet, right? God, yeah. Damn. I mean, Green, <laughs> Green Inferno was like five minutes of torture porn, and then just sitting in a cage, starving to death for an hour and a half. 
Like like the first hostel was was okay. Like, like those people like that, the concept is was better than the execution, right? Yeah. The idea exactly. of traveling to a foreign country, getting butchered, and being completely helpless where everyone in the town's in on it, that gives you like psychological hearts, paranoia. It gives you yeah. like, ve- like very visceral body heart where people are just getting like cut up. It's it's that was brilliant, but not the way it was done. <laughs> Do you like Hostel One or Hostel Two better? Uh Hostel One. Because I, I didn't know what to expect going in. I I went in blind and I also uh, like the first one better. The, the Hostel, supply, yeah. I was gonna say Hostel Two comes out of the gate like a little try hard too quickly. I mean when and, you think when you think about it in hindsight, the first hostel did too, right? Like right, I don't right really the, remember like too much of a stink, distinction between the two, but I just remember like being shocked enough by the premise of the first one that it had that value for me like oh that would be scary if you were sharing a room with someone and yada yada happened so by the time like the second one came around it's like all right i'm used to this by now like this this isn't as good this time right the the second one has a scene where a lady lays naked in a tub with a girl dangling above her oh with like a scythe or something yeah cuts her neck with a scythe and just bathes in the blood and you're just like okay yeah. All right. R- yeah, relax. I'm done. <laughs> like, did, did did Tarantino write this scene for you? Was it supposed to be animated? <laughs> Shut the fuck up and go away. All right. Um. I don't. I don't. Yeah. I don't want to talk about this anymore. I don't want to talk about Jack Black as Claptrap. I want to talk about our our main topics this week. So boys. before we do that, I I got to do it. I got to do another two. one. Yeah, another one. Oh, I told you no. there's going to be at least Wh- two. Yeah. Derek, you have it. to give us a topic to talk about before you go because we already um, chilled. No, no, we we good. We good. We good. Go go and take your pee pee. Oh, right. Scott, Scott's thank, got one in the barrel. Thank you for that out, Scott. I appreciate that. Yeah, yeah. No secret poos this time. No, oh, he didn't hear. He didn't hear that though. I, I think I heard a fart though. I think he, I think there's a secret <laughs> poo coming. I think I heard. Um... So right. I'm gonna yeah. ask you, Chris. What have you been playing lately? Um, I'm, I'm like I, I've seen you streaming wow. a lot of WoW. I've seen you play some Valhalla. Super good. Super yeah. fucking good. Uh, we t- yeah, we talked about Valhalla a while ago. Uh, I think. Derek was the one playing it when it first came out. Yeah. And it's been really good. Uh, I mean, if it follows the same formula as the previous two Assassin's Creed's where it's more of an RPG, you're upgrading your gear. The Viking setting is really fun. Um, just, just as a background for any game, let alone an Assassin's Creed game, the combat's very visceral. Uh, it, it, it functions very similar to the previous two where there's a heavier reliance on dodge. These guys have, a lot of fucking health bars to get rid of. It's it's a little more challenging than you would expect. But there's some cool abilities. The skill trees are cool. And the combat, because it's Viking focused, is very visceral. I mean, there's a I just killed some dude last night by taking his his like Thor looking hammers and cracking both sides of his skull. Oh and like I'm I was into that. Yeah, there was a there was the fucking like death animation. Like I need him in the face, and he was stunned. And then I was I grabbed his hammers and just cut. And I was like, do, "Oh, do, do you think he felt it, or was he stunned?" Uh, <laughs> number did, one did, stunner. Did, yeah. did he look? Did he look hard? Was there terror in his eyes when the hammers initially hit before his eyes bugged out of his fucking head? I, I would say so. I mean, I don't know how well they were animated, but b- right. that that being said, gorgeous as always. I mean, the game is just is perpetually. I don't know what they fucking do. They sprinkle some special sauce in there. The game looks great. Um, so far, I'm very into the actual story, which is surprising for an AC game. Nice. Uh, I, I I took the female variant of the of the protagonist, and their their story starts off with revenge, but that revenge is is satisfied very early on. Sorry for the spoiler, but like it, you take care of it pretty quickly, and I, now I'm like, well, what the fuck's happening now? Now, now, you're, now, now you're just a, a free man. You're free men uh, beyond the wall. You're just you're just <laughs> fuck, yeah. fucking butts and starting fires, right? <laughs> But exactly in, in sure. that order. You're, you're, you're R-wording and pillaging. Not not the R-word that 
you know the R word. Yeah, it's it's, you know it's, the it's, one. it's the one that goes hand in hand with pillaging. Um, what about I, you? I, I've been playing. Uh, I've been doing shit facing the scared again. Which for nice. those who, who listen to the podcast, who maybe haven't seen it, it's a horror themed drinking game I do, where me and viewers we get drunk. I play horror games. Every time I die, I drink. Every time I get scared, I drink. And uh, it's a lot of fun. It's it's been a lot. Nice. I wear I wear a heart monitor. Every time my heartbeat gets too high, I have to drink. I've been playing an indie game called Locked Up, which is basically a PT wannabe. And it's one of the most frustrating games I've ever played in my entire life, but has some really good, albeit cheap, jump scares. Nice. Uh, but you can't you can't beat it for four ninety nine. It's <laughs> a good tag. Yeah. Yeah. And no, don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. Don't buy it. It's dog shit. But watch watch me play. Watch me <laughs> hate actively, strongly, with with Derek, conviction. I I don't mean this to sound rude or to be a bad friend. Have you been streaming? Not at all. I've been okay. just working a lot. So no. <laughs> All right, but I'm still doing Final Fantasy whenever I get back to it, which uh, might be never. We'll see. I don't know. All right. All right. Qu- quick, quick question for you, though, Derek. Fuck, marry, kill. All right. OK. Count, count Chocula, Captain Crunch or Snap, Crackle and Pop. There are a threesome. You, no, get, all th- also- you get all three of them with, with whatever one you with whatever choice you have. Snap, Crackle and Pop are a package deal. Now, before uh, you answer. Wait, wait, wait. He asked me the same question while you were peeing. And I want okay. you to ha- after you answer, I want you to guess what my answers were. But you go first. Uh, Mary, Captain Crunch, fuck Count Chocula, and uh, kill Snap, <laughs> whatever. And that was Chris's. The same thing. Oh, okay. Well, so, let me ask you a question. Did you choose to marry Captain Crunch because of them Crunch Berries? Uh, yeah, because it's delicious. No, I mean, no, it's worth no, the mouth cuts. No, you marry Captain Crunch because he, he's an admiral. He has a fucking... He has a, he has oh, a he has fleet a of ships. a very lucrative career. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you... <laughs> You kill Count Chocula because you only well because first of all it's he's a vampire you just have to open a blind it's I very would easy. fuck Count Chocula <laughs> he's a vampire they they're they're known for their yeah yeah good then, old then, you're, then you're then you're gonna be a chocolate vampire you, you want to be enthusiastic about cereal for the rest of your fucking existence bro it's, it's, <laughs> that's a terrible it's not thing an STD but, no no no, no but he's gonna <laughs> make you he's be gonna, fair he's gonna what bite do you, think you you're, you're gonna be a vampire but then you have to pretend to give a fuck about sugary cereal until. Someone opens a blind on you and you're dead. But also, Snap, Crackle, Pop, you have to kill three people. You have to yeah, murder. A lot more work. You, have, you have to watch yeah. one person die and be like, all right, well, let's, let's. Yeah, they're suffocate. unbearable, though, so I don't mind. I do it even without the circumstances. I do it for free. You basically have to set up a hostile scenario to kill all three of them at the same time effectively. Yeah. Also, let's be real. It's not just Count Chocula obsessed with, with fucking cereal. You know every time Captain Crunch comes home from another long voyage he wants to show you all the booty he got but it's not actually money. It's the next ingredient of the month for his fucking cereal. So Yeah, which means he, he, has a, he has a fucking hold full of sugary marshmallows. Like what? what? Why is that a bad thing? And that is also a euphemism. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh man. Talking about that cake. <laughs> He's got a big old butt, huh? <laughs> cake, 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 cake. <laughs> Alright, boys. <laughs> On to our main topic. <laughs> To our main topic, two things to talk about: One Division episode six and Possessor. It's been so long, I forget what happened in episode six. I hope you're going to recap it for us. I'm going to do the best job that I can. It's been almost a week. How late we are right now? Um, Yeah, we're so so late. We need to buy a second pregnancy test. Shot, shot. Uh, well, maybe not. Maybe not be pregnant. Um, So, One Division episode six is the Halloween episode. And there's some weird stuff that goes on. Uh, some nice nods to the comic books. The kids dress up as the superheroes they will eventually grow into, right, Wicked okay. and Speed. Uh, Pietro continues to act 
a little bit like he's the bad guy, maybe, or inspired by said bad guy. He's a little off kilter. He says some really kind of off brand shit that you wouldn't expect a brother to say to his sister about what's going on or the people that are around them. Um, Vision decide he's more and more aware of what's going on. You can see him breaking with Wanda. He wants to go off on his own thing, but really he wants to go investigate the the city. And what he finds is the further out away he, from Wanda he gets, people are like in a frozen state. It's like they're they're in sleep mode until Wanda Vision comes near and they or Wanda comes near and they get woken up. Yeah. And he eventually tries to break out. And where we see a horrible scene of him getting literally ripped apart, and pulled back into the fucking void. So finally, the kind of tag on the end of the episode is Wanda blowing the fucking bubble up and encompassing a bunch of other shit, literally turning the sword base into a clown tent and then a bunch of clowns, which is hilarious. Objectively. Very good. Yeah. 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 And uh, that was the 30,000 foot overview. Scott, I'm interested to see how you feel about it, because I feel like it's not the way that I feel about it. No, I mean, there's certain things I liked about it, but there's a lot of problems with it. Um, The fact that uh, Pietro is aware of what's going on. The fact that he's claiming to be uh, the Quicksilver we saw in Ultron is, is weird to me. Like, like he tries to, he, he acknowledges that he looks different, but doesn't understand why acknowledges that he's dead or that, or that he was somewhere else and knew that she needed help. Like, it, it just, it doesn't add up. It doesn't, it seems inconsistent and weird. Right. Uh, I think sure it's supposed to. I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm sure they're going to fill those gaps in, but I just don't like the general direction they're taking with it, with his character. Uh, the fact that he's he's aware of what's going on here and is commenting on it, like, but still having that weird, like, jovial, everyone loves yeah. Raymond. Uh, it's creepy, Mal- though. Malcolm, and the, I mean, it's creepy, but it's also just stupid. Like, it's fucking dumb. Like, to, to me, like, I, I like what's going on with Vision. I, I feel like it's not so much that people in close pro- who aren't in close proximity to Wanda aren't moving. It's that she's anticipating where she thinks Vision's going to be and not wasting her power on places she doesn't think he's going to be at. Right, I mean, like it's like it's, she she could have everyone, could, like you know, going wherever she fucking wanted. She could have the whole place going. Uh, I mean, she she has the ability to expand the hex, right, and encompass right. all these new people and like and change it. She's not tapping into all of her power. She's not like tapped out. That's not why people aren't moving. It's just she's like kind of arrogant in this, where she's like, oh, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna waste my my focus on that if he's not gonna be there. It's just it's like right. this weird, and, and you you see like a lot of arrogance from her throughout this entire series so far. Yeah, you know what I mean, like, like she's literally like, like uh, end of last episode, la- the week before, where her and Vision are fighting. He's like, you can't, you can't just you know control me like you do to them. And she's like, oh really? And then the doorbell rang. You know what right. I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, I think what they're doing with Elizabeth Elizabeth Olsen is really interesting. Like, uh, Vision's arc in this was really interesting. I like going back and forth between you know Darcy and Monica, uh, and Jimmy, and like showing everything that's going on back and forth but I don't like the inclusion of Quicksilver. I don't like the recast uh, that, that they're trying to pull. I don't like that. They're kind of keeping it like ambiguous as to if he's even real or like, what's like, it might pay off, but I don't have high hopes for it. I, I'm really expecting this to play into a lot of the, the casting rumors from Spider-Man three and the multiverse of madness shit we've heard about. So I'm just, if it was a, a singular story, I, I wouldn't be so concerned, but knowing that it's going to probably have to tie into a bunch of other properties that, that we weren't even meant to be leading up to yet. We're supposed to watch Winter Soldier and Falcon first. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they're, they're kind of pulling back the curtain a lot of shit prematurely, it feels like. I feel like there, yeah. there, should, there should be more lead into what we're seeing. Yeah, I think that I really liked the Pietro stuff. Like, I think that what they were uh, trying to hammer home 
with this episode is stuff that they flirted with in the previous episode is that there's basically stuff that Wanda's doing on purpose and there's stuff that she's not doing on purpose, that she's kind of becoming so powerful that like little subconscious thoughts are actually taking life in her little bubble world. Um, he says something. I, I don't remember it exactly. Again, it's been almost a week now. Uh, something like, oh, yeah, you called to me. You wanted me to show up, knock some sense into you and say a yeah. couple funny lines or something. And she was like, huh? Like, is it almost like a feeling she had underneath? Like, oh, man, I wish he was here. And then it just happened. It, um, some, at some point, he says, like, you needed me. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so I think that he the reason that he uh, shows up and he's kind of telling her those hard truths still through that filter of uh you know like an early 2000s comedy is that like she knows she needs someone to show up and tell her that she's doing something fucked up but it's still like her powers are distorting it you know again through that filter uh that she's kind of fooling herself with um the only other thing i want to say about it is that i loved i I think vision's storyline in the show is my favorite thing so far it's Um, really good it's so good because you have uh you have sort of two sides of the coin there's in the bubble and outside of the bubble and we don't see anything on the outside of the bubble through that filter um uh but once when of course when we're inside we have mainly this whole time been seeing it through wanda's vision um no pun intended uh so to see him see the cracks in sort of her facade and try to figure out what the truth is through all those illusions I, I just love it. I think it just it's working out brilliantly. I love yeah. the scene where he broke through and he was trying to send a message out despite being literally torn apart. Yeah. Um, he like I never really liked vision in the in the movies. I thought he was kind of a boring overly. That's because he is unbelievably noble character. He's, a he's got the, he's a Superman problem. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's a good way to put it in this. It's totally believable, though. Like I, I'm sold by vision yeah. in this. Um, I, I a hundred percent agree about vision. I think his story arc is very interesting and they told us last time that he didn't know he couldn't remember anything that happened before this, before Westview. And that continues here because when he awakens Agatha, she says, you're dead. And then she's, or she said, you're an Avenger. And he goes, what's an Avenger? And I went, Oh shit, that's right. You don't know who the fuck they are. Yeah. Oh boy. This is interesting. I don't see how his storyline ends and it's not tragic. Because we can see that he can't leave. So, like, yeah. how do they finagle that? It's going to be bad. Yeah. yeah um, I, mean, I mean, they they just pulled the Band-Aid off this week, didn't they? Like, we know we know what's coming. That's not gonna, That's not supposed to be a twist. There's going to be something else going on. And I don't know. Like, it's, again, again for me, it's, it's just a huge continuity issue. I, I understand that it's yeah. my own weird little facet of OCD, and I can't help it. Uh, if they would have recast anyone but the other, the, who played Pietro in... Uh, you know, like the X-Men movies, I would have been fine yeah. with it with the recast rumor, but because because they're keeping it like that, you don't know it's just it's it's it just feels sloppy and I can't get over it. I can't All I right. can't not hate it. Welcome to Chris's theory corner. Here we go. So mm-hmm. I think Pietro uh and the recasting specifically of Evan Peters is a false flag, much in the same way that Jake Gyllenhaal in Oh, you Spider-Man mean like the false was. flags that Rush Limbaugh used to talk about before he died of cancer? <laughs> yeah, we're just gonna slip that reference in there. Yeah. As many as we can. Uh, yeah, no, I, I think he is either Mephisto himself or he is a, uh, a, a creature of Mephisto. I don't think Wanda's doing all this on her own. Uh, I think her power has been increased, but I think it's been, either been with a deal through him or some unwitting plot that has occurred that he's trying to get something out of the situation 
by handing her this power. She was he was manipulating an emotionally fucked up person in her moment of weakness. I mean, like how Rush Limbaugh manipulates hundreds and thousands of dumb cunts who don't know better and just eat up everything he he feeds them like pigs in a trough. Yes, that's exactly what I mean. And also, uh, (laughs) um, and there's glad you drew that comparison. There's there are so many nods to the fact that this is not actually Pietro or even Wanda's. Uh, recasting of Pietro like he literally tells the kids go raise hell demon spawn at one point which is clearly a nod to the fact that Mephisto was the person who created the kids in the in the comic books um there, there's a couple references to like uh devil or or things like I mean obviously Halloween's so it's to be expected but you're gonna get knocked over the head with it um it was cool to see the kids find out they have powers I thought that was neat yeah. and the, yeah. the kid actors I didn't actually hate the Agatha thing was telling to me, too. I think that Agatha's... I still think she's in on it. I, I don't know to what extent. Obviously, she's in this bubble and being controlled by Wanda, but I think she also knows what's going on. And I say that because while everyone else that was that far away from Wanda was a complete brick and could do nothing, Agatha was still... Oh, she had some agency. And she, was, some, she had yeah. some agency. She was, she was talking. And her whole thing about, like... I don't know. It felt like she had some ulterior motive where she's like, you're dead. And then she's well, like, no, she, she was trying to, she was trying to escape. She was at the T intersection of the road that the last road before you leave the hex. I feel, I feel like she was trying to get away and couldn't. Yeah. It, it kind I of, it, it kind of, it kind of feels like she was trying to make a great escape. Right. And she got too far out and like lost her agency, like the rest of the mm-hmm. zombies. Someone pointed out that she's okay. been wearing a, uh, someone pointed out that on the, on the internet that uh, she's been wearing like a, this brooch pendant that the Agatha witch character from the comics is known to wear like a, like a pendant or a brooch. She's had it in every iteration, like every, every uh, different thing, but she wasn't wearing it. And as soon as she gets woken up, the first thing she does in the car, she goes like this. She's like, and she grabs at her neck and like looks for something. Yeah. I don't know if that's anything to it, but Uh, I, I I, go ahead. I was going to say like theory crafting here while, while we're getting into it. What if it's not their proximity to Wanda that makes them zombies, but their proximity to the exit of the hex, the closer they get to, freedom oh like it's slowing them down yeah like the well no like the the, like it's almost like she has something a a second barrier that's invisible before the physical barrier right where like they get to a certain point and they lose all mobility and they lose all function because if they were to go you know if they were to go any further they would get out right you know um because there could be two systems in play one where she's keeping some people kind of just stagnant but also like if you don't expect anyone to be there right why the fuck would you have them all completely completely stationary frozen in space why would they all just be in their homes stationary in their beds what's the fucking difference it seems like it's a bigger risk to have people out and about who can't move than that just have them all tucked in their fucking beds yeah that's true Uh, that that doesn't make any sense another piece of theory that i think is coming is we talked about this before i believe we talked about it last week but monica rambeau in the comics becomes a hero she becomes a hero named photon she has power similar to captain marvel and i think they just showed us how they're going to do it because they said that because she had come what's up what if people who are in the hex become mutants as a result that was what i was working towards yep or or that's how they explain away the phenomenon of mutants because there's there's two things happening in congruence here one they very clearly say that your dna gets literally gets overwritten every time you go in and out and because she went in and out twice her dna is a completely irreparably right. like different yeah. they, and then they, they also told her if she goes in again they don't know what's going to happen guess what we know what's oh. going to happen she's oh, going to no. get fucking powers i i know i i hate this but i think this might be what's going to happen what the hex might continue to expand 
totally encompass the world. Yeah, and, and then, but only only certain people will have those genes that will be mutated yeah. by. That's the dumbest way to introduce mutants. I fucking hate it. But that's it could be. I actually hate that too, and I hope I that hate, doesn't. I hate, happen. I hate it a lot, yeah. but like, but it seems like that's what they're going for, right? I mean, they just, her, they showed her, us her, her yeah. hex is, is a certain kind of radiation, right? It's the same radiation that. What, what did they say it was from? CBD. I think it was C- not CBD. It's a fucking hey. It's, yeah. You take CBD. Uh, it's the That's background radiation of the universe. I forget what it's called, but it's like the the background radiation of the universe, basically, yeah, yeah. like the shit left over from the Big Bang, like isn't cosmic it, radiation. Isn't it, isn't it the same kind of radiation that in concentrated doses is supposed to create Fantastic Four? Right. Yeah. Right. So like they they might be blending Fantastic Four origin into all mutant origin. It might be. Which again, lazy hack writing. Yeah, I wouldn't be crazy about that, I gotta say. Oh, it's CMB. I wasn't that far off. CBD, CMB. <laughs> Co- cosmic microwave background. You still got it, baby. You still going? Yeah, you got it. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was the oldest electromagnetic radiation in the universe, and they did say that that was crazy concentrated in that dome. So, But it, but it would have to be, like, it would ha- you'd have to have a predisposition. Something within your, like, your molecular structure would have to be, you know what I mean? Like, like it, it's, they have to find a way to explain it where, like, it only affects certain people. Yeah, yeah, but 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 still bad. There still are bad. two there are two giant building blocks that they introduced in this episode that make me think that this is the way that they're going. I mean, one is the is the DNA thing for Monica. Like we can literally see it happening to her. That's a calling sign, and then we see that she has the ability to expand this bubble. Now maybe they don't do it with a bubble. Maybe once she gets talked down in the in the finale and they retreat, she she freaks out because the kids disappear because it, I was right and it's Mephisto and and she does something and the whole world gets just blasted with it at once. She just she's like fuck it and then all of a sudden right. means, uh, yeah. I don't know if I wouldn't like that. I don't think. But how else do you introduce them if the MCU? That's the question I would posit. It's like I'm not defending what, it. No, I mean what what you do is you start over. You finish out Phase Four and then you reboot the whole universe because there's no shame in that. But it, it would make more sense to introduce a universe where it's all ha- like you know like if you're gonna if you're gonna start start back in the in the fifties make do a, do your Captain America the first Avenger period piece about mutants and the metaphor for racism and like you can't throw it in ten to to fifteen years into a franchise and but just gonna yeah and it's yeah. gonna be stupid it's gonna be fucking dumb it's gonna be Fonzie jumping the shark I gotta say I am the eternal optimist on our podcast and I hope that it's done well. I agree. If if so, here's the thing. And House of M, if they pull from that storyline, which they already have heavily, she literally just she has reality bending powers, and she literally just says no more mutants, and they're fucking gone. That's yeah. it. It's a comic book yeah. Yeah. thing. And it's that, a blanket and that, statement, and that has Thanos snap level implications. And like, if you had right. spent ten years building relationships with all these characters and were emotionally invested in them, that would be a huge payoff. That'd be a, a horrific thing to go through. Even even if they were only gone for like three years or four years of a, of a phase. That yeah. would be detrimental. That that would feel yeah. like even, even if they come back eventually, it would still feel like it had real world consequences you could weigh. But right. to just be like mutants, like what is it? Was it a fucking magic trick? Like, I it's, agree. It's, we see can't. all the pieces, yeah, and well, the the puzzle it looks like it's gonna be is like a big dick. Like you put all the pieces together, and you're like, I don't want to keep building this. I can see the dick forming already. <laughs> yeah. and, and I and I hope it turns out to be like something else that's just dick shaped, like a delicious hot dog. You can't you can't do it because. What makes Logan who he is is that he's been alive for so long and been this person for so long. You can't reintroduce Wolverine if he just got his fucking powers like last week. You can't fucking do it. Unless it's Danny DeVito, in which case we're all on board. Yeah. No, no. Even then, even then. I I take. (sighs) Nope. I wouldn't even take LaBeouf. I wouldn't even take Boof Boy. (laughs) Don't don't even want that (laughs) Boof. Just do it, bro. 
No, no, but it's like it, it's just you can't. There's there's so many so many mutants that have uh, long, rich backstories in the MCU, and you can't blink them into existence. I, I I could get maybe pulling them from another. I could get maybe like finishing out Phase Four by introducing the multiverse and having it be like a well-explained like uh, multiverse, right? Like we, yeah. we understand how the multiverse works, and then you go back in time and start doing period pieces two hundred years ago of Wolverine's inception in another universe. You know, and like you could bring him into this one eventually, but you don't even have to. I don't give a fuck. You can just show me that there's a different universe and then keep doing your singular X-Men stuff because that narrative in itself is interesting enough. You don't need yeah. to mix it with the Avengers. You know, I mean, I, I also don't really get why they couldn't just do a thing. I mean, they've done it with like every MCU superhero where it's like all of a sudden the next one comes out featuring a new hero. And they're like, oh, by the way, they've existed in this world the whole time. We just haven't fixated on them. I don't yeah. really get why that wouldn't work with mutants. I mean, I, well, I mean, I don't know. You could you could play it in a way where like they call them enhanced in yeah. Age of Ultron. You I can, have you a can, retort to Derek, but I don't, I'm going to let you go. But I can't for, forget it. You could play yeah. it out where the reason we've never heard the word mutant before is because it's it's a racial slur in this mm -hmm. world. That's right. how you could play it out. Mutant is a racial slur. Enhanced is the correct terminology to use for somebody who is a mutant. But but yeah. you could have mutants coming back and like doing that mutant and proud like reclaiming the word in the same way that like it would be a metaphor for the way that certain words have been reclaimed by certain demographics yeah. in music and culture you could do that in a way that if it's done right it could feel tasteful and and fluid time yeah timely yeah yeah feel, it, feel like a nice like commentary you know yeah yeah like you could do it in a way that feels like social t commentary and not just like you know a, a hacky way to, to jump into your new property yeah but, but it might ultimately be that though still <laughs> My retort to Derek is that the longer we get into Marvel phases and the longer they use the, oh, they've been here the whole time, the more of a piece of shit that hero ultimately is as a person, <laughs> because you're like, I just didn't feel like you guys needed me. Alien yeah. invasion in New York? Ultron? Half the universe disappeared? The fuck were you doing? Yeah, but I'm saying yeah. You, it's, it's easy to be like, oh, he was there for the Battle of New York. He, we just didn't see him fighting them. I don't know. You know, like, you could do it. It's not impossible. Yeah, well, the, the, thing, the thing is, mutant, mutants... <laughs> the, the problem is... That yeah, we, what's we the have point of doing the right thing if a camera's not following you around? You know what I mean? Like, what's... <laughs> I mean, have, my life, baby. Have, have Instagram influencers told us nothing? If you feed the homeless, <laughs> you, you, need, you need, like, at least two cameras on you. Yeah, yeah. If there's no camera, don't feed them. Yeah. You gotta play uh, a Sarah McLachlan song and can you rub and... some can you rub some dirt on your face? The camera's not really catching all your stink very well. Yeah, yeah. We can have him add in stink lines and flies in post, but can you wipe some shit on your face? <laughs> yeah, that'd be, well, be great. Before you take the first bite of this five dollar sandwich, like I'm an asshole. <laughs> yeah, I'm a hero. Definitely. Um, uh, no, but but the problem is it's 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 such a big social commentary that you can't pepper in like they were here the whole time, but we never acknowledged them. Like they weren't all living in secret. Some of them had to get powers away where their family knew, where the authorities knew, where they were persecuted for it, in order for it to have that same tone that the original comic books had. Right. Even yeah. even the, the the Fox Studios flops had, they still had a lot of heart. Yeah. Even the ones but, that weren't that great still had a, a very decent amount of world building. Sure, but what's yeah, stopping exactly. them from doing something like what they did with Captain Marvel that took place in the '90s? Like, why couldn't the 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 That's introductory true. film just take place sort of laterally well, to I mean, something else that happened? Because we we've only ever heard one mention of enhanced in Age of Ultron, it was kind of like their Metachlorians. They were like, "Ooh, let's not do that again, right?" Like, yeah, they, 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 <laughs> yeah. They, they were, yeah, uh, but well, it was never, also like contractually just like flirting with the fucking line. Oh yeah, had to but stay they, away they, from it. They also couldn't legally use the word mute. 
I yeah. was going to say, that's before Disney actually owned everything. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. I don't but know. Not, I, and I, they I, never it, refer to uh, Pietro as Quicksilver in uh, Age of Ultron, right? Like no, they, they couldn't. They, yeah. yeah. They're not allowed to. All right, boys. Um, I like the episodes uh, like Derek. Again, we're still on this weird alternate universe path where Derek and I are really enjoying this Marvel thing and Scott's hating it. I hope you come around with the Pietro thing. I know you're not hating it. I, it's yeah, an over exaggeration. I, I, I like I like a lot of what they're doing. I just don't like the ambiguity. It's like they're they're trying to yeah. like they're trying to like uh what's the word I'm looking for? Uh trying to like fuck with our expectations, right? Yeah, they're trying, absolutely. They're, try, they're, they're trying to like make us think like trying to pull like a fast, like a bait and switch, and it's like just like fuck you. Here's like, how I think the universe is going to correct itself, though, and I'm setting myself up for a fuck TCN here. My prediction for the future is that Scott is actually really going to like Falcon how and the Winter wrap Soldier. Oh, okay. Yeah. Falcon? I don't yeah. want to. I really don't. I have, I, I have to tell you guys. I feel like the first episode we review is going to be like, the first thing he's going to say is, I actually feel like this episode had a lot of heart. I feel like that's going to be the exact Fuck you. Fuck <laughs> you. Really? That's, look. I hope you have diarrhea even, forever. Just for I don't know if, and I will. <laughs> Help I me. Know. It's like having C. diff always, all the time. I'm going to shit myself to death. Please all don't right, do we, that. We, just, yeah. just, I, I want mild discomfort for you, not death. <laughs> I, would rather, yeah. I would rather watch, uh, man, what is it, what is it, fucking uh, Last Man Standing on an endless loop forever than watch you shit yourself to death. Oh, thanks, buddy. Appreciate you saying that's that. That's really nice. Yeah, I mean, that's how you know we all love each other. <laughs> Um, all right, we got to talk about Possessor because we're running low on time. Surprisingly, I thought we were going to have a fucking oodles of time, but here, how, you know, how many Rush Limbaugh jokes can you fit in one episode, guys? I could keep going. Don't, please don't. I got to talk about the Possessor or just Possessor. Sorry. So, you sure we shouldn't dig him up to make sure he's really buried there, that it's not like fake? They didn't fake his death? I know, he's not, I know, he's, not, I know he's not a toddler, so it'll take longer to dig the hole, but we should probably check, right? I feel Fuck you, yeah. Rush Limbaugh. <laughs> And yeah. while we're doing it, we might as well piss on his corpse, right? I mean, we're there. It's, yeah. We did the work. I feel you like mean, we earned that. You, you at mean least. like like how he, uh, you know, cut, like, never mind. <laughs> yeah, don't. No, we're good. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to get dark, I feel like. Yeah. I mean, it's get, already been dark. It was I mean, get I'm just worse. saying, like, I, not, not that I'm endorsing us to do that right now, but if you're going to say dark shit about someone, might as well be Rush Limbaugh. That guy was a yeah, fucking yeah. piece of shit who yeah. dedicated his entire life to making other people feel like shit about themselves. Yeah. But I digress, please. Chris, and then, and then, like masquerading it as like personal freedom is right, really what the course. problem is. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you, um, if, you, if you can't imply that dead children really aren't dead, then what? What? what why do we have a, a constitution? So, why do we have freedom of speech? If you can't, yeah. Right. Yeah, I, I agree. If you can't say the whole election was uh, yeah. fraudulent, why, why even have a fucking mouth, right? I, I don't. Uh, I, I, I don't know if there's an afterlife, but if there is, I hope he's getting just just reamed by a, a demon with just jagged molten glass for a cock for all eternity. Yeah. But also a vagina because it would really confuse him. Yeah. While watching yeah. gay couples get married in front of him. Like <laughs> yeah, while that's yeah, happening, yeah. he just has he has no <laughs> eyelids. Like he can't blink. Like he's yeah. just like <laughs> No, no, no. He has he has he's like one vision control and he has to officiate the weddings. He has to like <laughs> <laughs> But but but, 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 here's the, but here's the good news. Here's the good news. All those gay couples, after they get gay married by Russell Mother, they get to go to heaven. They're just there, they're just there because they didn't get to get married while they were alive. Right, because and, of him. And, and yeah, 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 yeah. But well, because of him and people like him. So they get gay married by by Rush Limbaugh, and then they go right to heaven and they get to hang out. <laughs> they That's get it. gay we married. Out. Jesus, we Jesus figured double, out justice. Yeah, we yeah, just Jesus, did it on Jesus, TCN. Jesus gang. double high fives them as they enter the, the gates of heaven, and Paul's like, "No, you suffered enough thanks to Rush. You get in here. I'm not even <laughs> reading the bad things you did. You did enough right by not being Rush Limbaugh. Get in here. Come on." 
I, I just love that you said gay married. <laughs> the way you said it was so funny. But they're gonna they're gonna get officiated by Russell Ball. They're gonna get gay married. Get... <laughs> it's so good. What? I mean, it's... no, no, it was just the way you, I, it was. I mean, I, I mean, I'm phrasing it the way he phrased it for like 15, 20 years. <laughs> that's it. You're being generous there. It's probably way longer. I mean, that's that's how long I was aware of him as a person. I feel, I feel like Russell Ball before came that out I was thirteen and people. all I was doing was masturbating and playing PlayStation. So I didn't know I didn't know who Rush Limbaugh was until around. So. <laughs> All right, possessor. Never IMD beat him. Film. We're gonna. The mood's gonna switch real hard right now. Brandon Cronenberg directed Possessor came out in twenty twenty. Like it did when I hit play. Recommended by <laughs> October second. And let me just do you start guys off. Really, do you guys really hate this that much? No, the film oh, is okay. wonderful. Yeah, it's just it's horrible to have experience. Yes, like yes, it's fucking incredible, right? It feels, uh, it's not, I mean, so here's the thing. It's hard for me to, yes, I, as a piece of art, I can appreciate that it was well acted. Uh, the plot was interesting, but there's so much horrible shit that happens in this film. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that continually surprised me that it got worse and worse as it goes to the point where like, there's not only as existential dread flowing through my veins, but I'm like, this movie feels like it wants me. It's like challenging me to turn it off. It's like, you're such a bitch. You can't finish this. <laughs> like, okay. Yeah. I felt uh, challenged too, but the challenge is more like you won't be happy ever again. It was so fucking yeah, dreary. Dude, it's, it's so, really? it's upsetting to watch. Like it's a, I'm not, it's a great, I thought it was great as a film. Objectively. I thought it was well shot. Again, well acted by people I have not seen on the screen besides besides our one main dude who gets gruesomely murdered. Yeah, big time. Yeah, so he, let's can, put it he, this can, way. he can't make it through anything about getting fucking butchered, can he? He, no. he cannot. The, the Sean, moment Sean Bean, you see him, it's yeah. like, all right, well, you're going. Yeah, like, <laughs> so like, like I, watching watching any Sean Bean movies, like watching a one man Final Destination movie. It's like, when is he gonna get it? When is he gonna eat shit? <laughs> so I, I it's just to give you an idea, I walked downstairs and after I watched it, and I'm just like looking at the table, like just out i'm like disassociated with everything I'm like oh, what what like what is this cup what is the point of this cup <laughs> my wife's like i was like oh, i just got done watching that movie for the podcast she's like what was it and i was telling her possessor and i told her the, the real top level plot and i was like it was just hard to watch and she goes you know at one point i heard you go okay <laughs> like she audibly heard me say that and i know exactly what scene it was it was when they're killing sean bean yeah. and you see like the teeth moving around yeah, from the- that yeah. was not good that was and not i was good. like i was like okay that's and and like, I, said, I think it's as bad as it can get the fucking eyeball happens a yeah, second later yeah. like, like one and a half seconds later now are you guys familiar with with david cronenberg's work his father no, not really uh, he, he, i know cronenberg is like um uh, does a lot of body horror stuff. Uh, he, he did a, he did a good amount. He did a fair amount of it. Um, I mean, he did Scanners back in the day. Okay. Uh, that that movie's famous for the the scene where uh, telepath explodes a man's head, and it looks like it's just like a beach ball full of watermelon chunks. And I think nice, I know exactly and visceral. The scene yeah, like, talking about. Um, he did the I thing, mean, didn't he? Or was that Carpenter? Carpenter. Okay. Yeah. Uh, he I mean, he did the fly, uh, which again like insane body horror like what's more terrifying than than that really like like being transformed this horrible creature but still being sentient still being yourself and realizing like you're watching your flesh rot off as your yeah. bones become an exoskeleton <clears throat> and you're you're like oh god and your organs are changed like it's fucking it's horrifying um that's the dad pretty- though right like this wasn't yeah that's okay. the dad yeah yeah no, that, that was his father but i mean he's done a lot of stuff he's done uh fuck what is it um 
he did one movie where it was like like celebrity diseases, right? Um. Oh, 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 oh. I know what you're talking about. Shit, I yeah. can't remember the name of it either because I'm being a fucking baddie right now. Um, he he's had a pretty prolific career. I mean, his filmography stretches from like 1969 all the way to 2014. Um, he's done a whole fucking bunch of. Wait, this guy probably, has been done in, doing film since 1969. This is the father. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right. <laughs> this movie we watched today was done by the son, who right. apparently shares his father's just hatred of humanity and all. Oh, things I'm happy. sorry. It's, I'm sorry. It's Bra- I said Brian. It's Brandon Cronenberg. I'm a big old. Yeah. Dumb. Okay. Uh, yeah. No, he's he, but he's done uh, antiviral, uh, which is like. It's it's again like it's people are so obsessed with celebrity that they want to have the same viruses and diseases like STDs, blood blood infections. They want the same strain of every of these common cold, even the flu, uh, hepatitis, even even like de- like like uh, terminal illnesses. People get injected with the same strain of terminal illness that a celebrity has. because they want to feel like they're closer. And it's this weird. Oh. Like he, he does these weird like Black Mirror esque body mm-hmm. horror movies. Like we're in this. It, it's it's body horror, but it's. Not quite though, yeah. Not quite. I, I see what I mean, like, you, there's certain scenes where you like you see like the the like they they have these wax mannequins of the actors, and they you watch them melt down and reform, and like in like a really cool like uh, stop motion. First, it seems like it's stop motion, but then it, you kind of realize it it's. I mean, they they literally filmed this wax mannequin melting over the course of hours and did time lapse for the for the scenes there, the transitional yeah. scenes, and that to me was incredible. Um, the way that their psyches start to blur when she's losing control of this guy, yeah. uh, the fact that there's the one, there's one, one scene where you see a hard dick, you see a real hard dick. That was a real penis attached to guys. some titties. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, that was some, that was a donger. Um, yeah, and like, and there, there was a, a little thing where Brandon had, had like talked about it uh, on the IMDb, like, like trip, the you know, the little fact section where he had originally written that scene where you would, you would see actual penetration, and he's like, oh, I, can't, I can't, I can't, I'll still show the dick. <laughs> I can't show the dick. No one's no 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 female actress is gonna be okay with that. And then like he, he when he can't when uh I mean were, Lars von Trier did that in Antichrist. I think that's Lars von Trier. Yeah, he did like that, actual penetration. Oh my god, that movie's so fucked up. By the way, don't ever watch it. Don't make the mistake. You you and Pete told me to watch it years ago, and I still never have. Yeah, don't do it. Just don't. Just don't. <laughs> if you think that this was like a dreary, like downtrodden movie, oh my god, I mean, that one is. This one didn't hit me the same way it hit you guys. Like I, I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying, but to me, it just, it, it looked more like, I don't know. And it, it, I wasn't as depressed by the outcome because I feel like I, I kind of saw it coming. Yeah. Um, to me, it was just it was more about anxiety. Like I watched the movie and I felt anxious. Yeah. Like, same. like, and the thing is, at like, even though she's clearly the bad guy here, she's the piece of shit. You find yourself going back and forth with who you feel bad for in the scenario because it's like. This, just the thought of no matter what kind of person you are of losing all control, and being trapped and being a passenger in a vessel yeah. is, is the, one of the most horrifying things I could wrap my head around. And, but it's also kind of like the, the way he does it, again, has that very Black Mirror-esque kind of feel to it where he's, he's also kind of like saying like, I mean, it's, it's loose, but it's kind of a metaphor for how we all kind of live by society's rules to a certain extent. Yeah, uh, and it's, it's no like, conceptually, I, I, I wanted that's the one of the main points I wanted to make is like conceptually, I thought that the movie was perfect. Yeah. Um. And I don't know how much, like, not to get too meta here, but I don't know how much, I mean, this is like a new movie, right? I don't know how much we want to spoil what happened. So I don't know if we want to, like, say, like, the ultimate thing. Usually we're, we're, like, talking about movies that are years old. but Yeah, but I mean, we we can. Spoilers from this point forward, y'all. Yeah, we we spoil everything in this podcast. Fair play. So, like, like, I thought conceptually it was awesome, just the idea that, like, you can be someone 
that possesses another person to get like a personal gain out of it. But then that person realizes you're doing it. And so they want to ruin your life and they're kind of possessing you in a way. Yeah. Um, I like, like the actual like basic equation of it, I thought was brilliant. Um, but I kind of, uh, I, I didn't like it really. Um, not because it was poorly done, but I think like his vision just doesn't jive with me. It was very like, very slow and even the music is very like background until it's right in your fucking face like inducing an anxiety attack um i understand what he was going for and there's nothing wrong with that but it just wasn't for me i actually like nodded out like twice because Uh, it was just so oh really yeah it was just so like slow and dreary and slow burn and i mean the ending was cool yeah but it's 100 percent a slow burn yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. But I mean, to me, the realization of that in the last five minutes were like this entire thing was a setup. Yeah. Like, like you realize, like it's not, it's not that like they were, they were like kind of fucking with her. Like they wanted her to believe that the reason she was having these issues, the reason she was like hallucinating and things like that, were because she was losing her grip on sanity. She'd been, she hadn't been uh, reconditioned long enough in between jobs or something like that. But you realize the whole thing was a setup because mm. she, she still had emotional attachments and they wanted to remove those from her life. So it really, it really is like, and I know it's, I know it's, it sounds hacky to say, and it's, it's the easiest parallel to draw, but it's a, compa- a comparison between anyone who's working a 40 hour work week or a 60 hour work week and is a slave to their, their job over their family. Like, like how often, how often do people miss big events because they have to, they have to work that extra shift. They have to get overtime to pay for this or pay for that. We all live at the mercy of, of commerce, right? Like we, like it's, Right. And like his father was known for exploring really like really political themes in his in his movies, but also they were they were always just giant body horror gore fests. Yeah. Uh but there's always like an existential question in, in the Cronenberg films, like at least the ones from the eighties and nineties. And in this one, it, it kind of felt like what what is the price you pay for stability, for comfort? You know, like is is your comfort is the price of your comfort the, the comfort and the well being of the ones around you? You know, like is 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 your is your financial stability easing your anxiety, but also how how much is your absence hurting those around you? And you see that in this, where like his family, like she literally gets put in a situation where like everyone she loves is is murdered, right? And you and right. you find out you find out at the end that she's clearly not broken. This wasn't a lapse in her in her her uh, implant because they're they're retraining her and getting her ready to go back into the field again, as if nothing happened. They're not decommissioning her. If she if she would have uh, glitched out that bad. There would have been some kind of like error to that degree where she lost control right. and was an unstable host anymore, or an unstable passenger. They would have just fucking killed her. They're a heartless conglomerate. They were con- yeah. they were they were conditioning her and wiping her memory. She doesn't even she doesn't even know what happened. She doesn't even know that her boss killed her her son, or that they they had a toggle switch and she lost control and that resulted in her ex husband dying. So it's like it's this weird. I don't know, man. There, there was a lot. There was a lot to it that I fucking I love the symbology of it, and that's. I'm I'm not one who usually picks up on it, to be honest with you. But uh, with this one, man, there was there was so much that I just related to. And I, I loved it. I loved the body horror. I loved the psych, psychological angle. And uh, see, I but, saw it as like I don't know if I had I had missed something, but I saw it as more like the literal way that it was being presented. Not that I'm. I mean, I think that that's a a cool uh, observation on it. But I just saw it as you know, a woman who is an assassin who probably thought that her work was important who just felt tied down by the fact that she had this family. And then essentially in the end, we see that when whatever his name was, the person she was possessing basically like turns back into her 
yeah. I think like alluding to the fact that she had control and willingly killed her son before knowing that he was possessed by whatever her name was, was kind of like, it was too dark for me. Like it was a little too, and it's weird. Cause I do chase like that extreme art. Like I love seeing how far like gore can go and stuff, but some themes are a little like, Oh, that's too fucking heavy for me, man. And like a mom making the choice to kill her son is just a little like, I don't know. It was just too much for me. It was just too it, um, dark. And I was in like a weird, I felt like filthy afterwards. Yeah. That's, that's a good point. It makes you feel kind of grimy to like when I watched it, I did really enjoy it. I thought it was, I thought it was good. Uh, I enjoyed the slow burn. It's just, it was very anxiety inducing and, and like the, the grief was palpable all throughout and it culminates in like, and I like, I, I cannot believe that I'm the guy who's going to say as a fucking father, because I hate those people. Mm-hmm. I, I actively hate Same. those people like go out of my way to find them and hate on them. But what, like, it's, it's not as bad as mommy jacking a conversation though. It could be worse. That's, that's true. That's true. You had a car but, accident. That's terrible. Aiden was so fussy today. You wouldn't believe it. <laughs> but yeah, watching her, watching the kid get shot. was just, it's some, something changes in you when you have one of your own and like it, Seeing it, it's fu- it's actually fucking hard to watch. Like it was it was actively hard to, and I, I assume it's hard for anybody to watch because it's a child. But like, you know, it, I'm like, ah, Jesus I, Christ! I, bet, I didn't I think even take a shower. The, I think the end was. I think the ending to me, like at least the way I watched it, I, I felt like it was very ambiguous. Uh, I, I mm-hmm. felt like the the end, like there was so much back and forth there that I, I think I think she did pull the trigger, but I think it was like an instinct. It was instinctual. I don't, I don't think she was even in that moment yet when it happened. I think like she she literally regained control and, and pulled the trigger in self defense, mm-hmm. uh, and it's also like it's also kind of like weighing like how much did her instincts as a trained assassin, how much has her programming affected her actions versus her maternal instincts? And I think that yeah. I think I think that was like that was the question that left me with that was at least as far as like the, the blatant murder of a child. But uh, yeah, but yeah. I, I didn't I didn't I mean I didn't that wasn't a deal breaker for me. You know what I mean? Like I've I've. It was, and to be clear, like it wasn't that one thing that was like, oh, now I, I've been enjoying this movie up till now, I mean, and yeah, now I'm yeah. done. But <laughs> but it, it was just kind of like the cherry on top. I was like, oh man, I just feel yuck right now after that. And I, I see what you're saying. I hadn't really considered the symbolism, like what you were talking about. Almost makes me want to rewatch it. But I'm gonna oh, be honest, yeah, don't do it. It's not gonna happen. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's one of the it's it's like I melt with you, bro. It, it really yeah, is. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, you don't need it again. Yeah, yeah no. But like, I'm I'm really glad I watched it. I did like it. I thought visually. Now so am I. Yeah. Yeah, but 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 yeah, I, I definitely get, I get where you're coming from. It's not it's not an enjoyable experience. It's in the same way that I watch right. like uncut gems. You know what I mean? Like I yeah I, yeah that's that's a good way to yeah that's a really I, good way to put I, it. I loved uncut gems. I saw it in the movies and it was it was horrific experience, but it was fucking a brilliant movie. But it's I will never, meant to like I, induce anxiety yeah. and, and make yeah. you feel like, so like I, I so, and that's what I mean when yeah. I say like, I know it wasn't because of incompetence on the team's part, what they were trying to do with the, the film. They did. Like I felt uncomfortable. I felt weird. Yeah. And, and that's clearly the point of the film. So like, it's not like they were going for something and fell short of it. It's just right. like the specific thing they were going for. I was like, Oh, you know, like well, also there, there's, uh, there's large sections of the film where, where, you don't get to see what happened. You know, yeah. like, like, especially like towards the middle where it's like, it's they're kind of fluctuating control at so, certain points. They, they show you only what one, one of those people is seeing. You miss yeah, entire yeah. like 15 minute chunks as they're like toggling back. Like, it's like someone's turning a light switch off and on, which, yeah. which, 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 to, which to me was meant to like, kind of like be a visual representation of that. Like when you're not in control, you're, you're in the, the fucking, 
what the fuck was it called in uh god oh and get out get out yeah i don't yeah. know oh yeah 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 like it's like it's like you're 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 in the back you don't know if you're in darkness it's it's like almost like when we saw the, the visual representations of her like during sex right where she was like kind of like in and out it's like a, a weird lucid dream state where you're aware of where your physical body is but you're not you know what i mean like it's it's almost like yeah. you're on an acid trip in those moments where you don't know what's real and what's not which is why i think when she snapped back in you can make an argument that that the, the trigger was instinct before she realized what was happening yeah, because right. they show they like again they show you like there's blackouts happening when one person's in control the other one's not being John Malkovich they don't know what the fuck's going on they 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 get like a jet they get little tinges of senses like smells sounds feelings but they're not like they're not engaging in all five senses they're not you know cognitively aware of what's going on around them yeah yeah and that that to me like kind of added to the horror because they would snap back in and it was you know like oh god what have I done like snapping back in and realizing you just you shot the guy who was there to help you because you lost control for fifteen minutes. Yeah, yeah. And, the, and the other guy realized what was going on and now he knows who you are where you're, like, he interrogated the dude like you're fucked yeah it's tough to watch for sure I, I it, not even to jump on the same boat that you guys did but I, I distinctly remember when it finished playing up put my headset down and I said well never gonna watch that again <laughs> and I went downstairs it was good I, I did like it I did like it it's just hard to watch it was one of One's those fucking yeah. yeah it was an experience I'm good I'll never need to see it again yeah. um, alright we gotta wrap this bad motherfucker up did we have a recommendation for next week did, uh, like, the, didn't we discuss the, someone else doing one yeah we can watch the live stream funeral of, of uh, Rush, Rush Limbaugh oh well that's just that's just that's not even homework yeah that's all pleasure I mean, baby it's not like we have to decide on what that movie is <laughs> on this one but uh, I like the idea can, of I, like, can, I, can I put one out there I, yeah, I, yeah. we've been talking about it for like Three months, sometimes jokingly, sometimes seriously. I'd like it if we all watched the Grand Budapest. I'll watch it. It's a good movie. I I I, I want to see. I'm genuinely curious to see if this is the Wes Anderson movie that is going to be exceptional to you guys because I okay. think it is exceptional amongst his films. Are his films pretentious? Absolutely. Yeah. Is this one but, pretentious? Absolutely. I mean, but it's also a fucking pleasure throughout. So I mean, let's be honest though, like. All of his movies are a delight while you're watching them, but then like later you think back, you're like, "What a fucking cunt that guy has to be!" Like, like, <laughs> like, like, like the Life Aquatic, the stop motion at, at fish, fucking phenomenal. Bill Murray, a joy. Uh, the the Dar Darjeeling Limited. Yeah, I, I never that saw right? that. Darjeeling. Yeah, the Darjeeling Limited dude, like Owen Wilson and a Adrian Brody in that are incredible on screen together, but. Yeah, you this know. one though. It, you it, also it, get the real Tannenbaum's, don't you? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this one though, it's not just me. Like it's it's the opinion of of people who you know enjoy seeing good movies. That it's it I'll really be, is exceptional amongst his work. So I'm gonna be honest with you. I watched the first uh, five to ten minutes of it because you had talked about it. Uh, I I turned it off because I was getting sleepy and I didn't want to like. Right, right, right. Pat, now give Pat, it, give it, give it the, give it the yeah. proper attention. It's a I'll good give movie. it the old, the old once over. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, cool. Uh, so we'll do Grand Budapest Hotel. We're going to wrap things up uh, as per usual. I don't know. We're we're all a little drunk and a little sleepy. I had a good time today. We had some real <laughs> good rest. Mortal Kombat theatrical trailer tomorrow, y'all. Watch it. Get stoked for Sunday because I'm going to I'm going to. Is that real? That's I'm going to come on tomorrow. Webcam, yeah. Is yeah. it tomorrow? Tomorrow. Oh. At, tomorrow. At, at not, it's either 9 a.m. or 9 p.m. Uh, the Mortal Kombat movie Twitter has been posting screenshots and bios for all the characters all fucking day. Oh, very I'm ready. Uh, and we're also, we're also getting a fucking conglomerate, a bucket load of conglomerate uh, Nintendo news. 
Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, speak, yeah. So. That was actually tonight, but yeah, that's yeah. that's. Yeah. I think that might still be going. So yeah, we, we know there's going to be Nintendo news. Now we know there's going to be a super awesome Mortal Kombat trailer. We're going to have the next episode of Wandavision in the Grand Budapest Hotel. Boys, it's been a pleasure. Derek, where can everybody find you? Uh, they can find me out on the block, bitch. Come see me. I don't know. I, I'm not <laughs> online anymore. I don't exist there. Yeah, you, do. now, you can find me on Twitch and Twitter at Doctor Gloom MD. That's D R G L O O M M D. That was too fast. I didn't like it, but uh, I appreciate you it. You can find me on Twitch and Twitter. There you go, baby. I'm not going to do the rest, though. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Scott, where can everybody find you? Uh, you guys can find me on Twitch, Twitter, and uh, YouTube gaming. Uh, I am Swearwolf with an E. That's S-W-E-A-R-W-O-L-F-E. We're doing shit-faced and scared. Uh, if you're listening to this on Thursday morning, we're doing it tonight. So uh, come get blackout drunk and watch me die again and again and again in a never-ending hallway in uh, lockdown. <laughs> nice. Uh, you can find me on Twitch and Twitter at TCN Plays. Uh, to, if you're listening to this Thursday, I'll be playing the Viking survival game Valheim that just came out. I haven't played it yet. I made a character. It looks kind of fun. We'll see what it's like. Who knows? Uh, and then I'll probably get off before Scott because he stays up uh, way later than I ever could streaming and I'll, I'll fucking we'll hang out. I'll come pop in and, and yeah. see how drunk you are at the point that I get uh, done. Lo- locked up is a sufficient hell. It's fucking it's a it's it's literally it's, it's PT, but for like eight hours, it's one hallway and there's puzzle. It's sounds like a nightmare. No. Sounds awful. Yeah. yeah, it's fucking it's not, gotta, it's not great. Got to keep it real with you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all hail Rush Limbaugh is dead. Guys, thanks for hanging out. We'll see you next time. I wish see I had you next one more time. Rush Fuck you, joke. Rush. Yeah. <laughs> You wish you had uh, one more Rush, Rush Limbaugh? Rush Limbaugh is the second most unbearable Rush I can think of next to the band Rush. Sick oh, Jesus. <laughs> the worst thing, honestly, like, let's be serious. Let's get real. I don't want to sound incompassionate. The worst thing about him being gone is that he's not suffering anymore. He's <laughs> at peace. Oh, my God. I could have yeah. cut off. Oh, my God. All right, boys. I'll see you next week. <laughs> see you guys.